0: The following is another KKPR Sports presentation. Power 99 Sports presents high school football. Second and two.
1: Another hand off the greaser right up the middle. And he's going to bounce to the outside. He's at the 20, at the 10. He's trying to get to the pylon. He dives for it. Did he get there? No, he did not. But a gain of 39 on the play. And it will set up first and goal here for Carney Kaplan.
0: Tonight, it's a C-1 district battle in Kearney as the undefeated Kearney Catholic stars welcome in the Holdridge Dusters. High School Football in KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club.
1: They empty the backfield here for Eckhart, and he's going to throw the ball on his left side, and it's tipped and intercepted. Coming up with it here is going to be Murphy. Murphy bounces to the outside, and he's going to take it inside the 15-yard line. Tip pass right into the hands of Carson Murphy, and what a great start here for Kearney Catholic.
0: Carney Catholic dominated their top 10 battle at Adams Central last week, while Holdridge couldn't hold a fourth quarter lead against Broken Bow and fell by four. It's the Dusters and the Stars coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Miles Field in Kearney with Power 99 Sports' Randy Bushcutter and Don Lease, right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome here to Milesville for a beautiful night for football. This one, the late season games. In fact, it's the last home game for Carney Catholic in the regular season as they're playing host here to the Holdridge Dusters and trying to hold on to uh, one of the uh, top spots in terms of wild card points in the state, rated either two or three in the state, depending on which one you want to look at. Stay undefeated, and they're taking on a team that uh, has kind of had a real up and down season here Don Lee's coming in as Holdridge at 2 and 5 and um, you know on paper the 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 guys in the gold hats are definitely the favorite but Holdridge more times than not really yeah. at least for a while has a nasty habit of hanging with the stars
2: they do you know and they've done that all season with a lot of the teams you know last week <laughs> you know they had broken bow on the ropes and uh, broken bow had to score in the you know late in the game and stuff so you know this is one of those teams that's very scary. They, they can do a lot of things. Uh, you know, their quarterback is very, very good. He can do a lot. He likes to carry the ball as much as possible. They like to keep it in his hand as much as possible.
1: Well, and he's had a pretty good run here. This is his uh, second year starting. For uh, Holdridge and Jackson Heinrichs as their leading passer, obviously, but also their leading rusher, and and really to say the offense goes through him is it's usually true with a quarterback, right. but it really emphasizes with number one.
2: Yeah, and that's what you know some of the kids were saying this week too. You know we got to contain him and make sure that he, that he doesn't break anything long, uh, but he's one of those quarterbacks too that you know you all of a sudden he's rolling out, then uh, you know he looks like he's going to run it, then he'll pop a pass. You know, deep with people starting to come flying up. So, you, you, yeah, that's that's a big thing. They're going to have to contain him.
1: And uh, this is your classic trap game. You yeah. had that, that high profile showdown last week against Adam Central. The district championship game will be next Friday in Cozad. And the game in the middle here is is Holdridge. Right. And this is a team that has been staying within their opponents. Yeah, they're right. two and five, but they've been within a touchdown of just about everybody.
2: Right. Yeah, you know, and that's exactly right, Randy. Uh, last week, Cardi Catholic was up to play. Uh, you know, Adam Central at Adam Central, and you know we even kind of mentioned that last week that you know, uh, you know this is kind of a trap game because you got the district final next week against Cozad, and you got Holdridge sandwiched right in between there. And uh, like you said, they they they're a scary team. They they keep everything very close, and then uh, down the stretch. Uh, you know, if, if they are in that, that ball game, you know, you never know what's going to happen.
1: Well, this is a team, Holdridge, that has not beaten a team with a winning record, but you beat a team that's 7 and 0. Your right. season has been made.
2: Yes, it has. That's exactly what they want to do. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> well, we're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll talk with the two head coaches here on our uh, pregame show, brought to you, as always, by Hogemeyer Hybrids. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We're going to step away for a moment. We'll come back. We'll talk with uh, Holdridge head coach Jack McLean
5: Welcome back to the Meyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. Friday night football and the Holdridge Dusters come up to Miles Field to take on the undefeated Kearney Catholic Stars. And Coach Jake McClain joins us here in his second year with the Dusters. And, Coach, uh, I, I grin a little bit because you seem to me like you're a lot like the Huskers. You're playing much better, but you want to get a couple more wins. How would you categorize where your football team is right now?
6: Yeah, we've heard that a time or two. We've uh, we we are competing, man. We're, we're having a lot of fun. Obviously, it would have been nice to come out on the other side of the uh, win loss column the last uh, four weeks, but we are we're getting results, and we are uh, we're improving every week. And it's a fun fun group to be a part of.
5: Where is the most improvement uh, during these last two three weeks? you would say?
6: Uh, I don't know that you can notice it, but it's um, playing with a with an attitude that's. Um, You know, more of a competitive edge type deal. Kids getting after it, trying to focus on winning some of the one-on-one battles that happen every play. That's where it's starting to come from. We're we're getting a lot better at uh, understanding our jobs and then going out and doing everything we can to get it done.
5: How much of that is we talk about culture, and we hear this all the time, where kids start to believe that they can win games instead of just being competitive.
6: Yeah, I mean, it seems to be a real type thing here. Uh, it, it, to be honest, I don't know, man. I don't have enough experience. But, uh, you know, you just like to believe that you just keep laying the, the bricks of the foundation and it'll come. And that, that's where we feel like we're at right now.
5: Taking over during the COVID year, there's been a handful of coaches in a variety of sports, but it obviously uh, probably affected the fall sports last year the most. How much more were you able to do in the off season, and how much more comfortable were you when you got ready to go for opening night?
6: Oh, we had, we got a lot of stuff done. We were able to do a ton more this year. Just, I mean, just as far as a logistical standpoint of uh, not monitoring temperatures and asking about symptoms daily, we were able to spend that time, you know, instructing on uh, the fundamentals of the game and and just little stuff like that that makes a huge difference in the end, you know. And then we got, we got a lot of kids that want to be good and uh, we got a lot of kids that committed in over the summer and I think it's showing. And uh, so we just look to continue that path.
5: Well, let's talk about Jackson Heinrichs. I mean, he's the kid that uh, makes it all roll from the quarterback position. He can throw it, but he also uh, runs the football for you. Uh, tell us a little bit about how he's improved and how much he actually does mean to this
6: football team. Yeah, I think he, his biggest improvement probably is uh, from a from a maturity leadership standpoint. I know uh, last year he was still a kid, if if you if you know what I mean. As far as you know, not necessarily being able to have his focus where it needed to be all the time and. Uh, you know, had his had a few mental lapses this year. It seems like he's locked in, and I know he has. He's been competing. He's uh, you can definitely see uh, the last couple of weeks. He's laid it all on the line, and he's felt uh, felt down after you know not being able to come away with a win in these last three four weeks. And uh, you know, so it's always huge that it really matters to them. And I think I think he's just going to continue to grow.
5: Holdridge football coach Jake McClain joining us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show ahead of their contest with Carney Catholic. Coaches always say they want to be 50-50 run and pass. At least most coaches do. And you guys are really good at that. You're about 100 yards apart there. What do you ask uh, from uh, Heinrichs when it comes to the passing game? What do you want to see? He's been pretty efficient. Not a ton of touchdowns, but he's taking care of the ball.
6: Exactly, man. Take care of the ball. We try to Try to help him out throughout the week with the study plan as far as where to throw the football. And then, obviously, I think every coach probably also says how important it is to be on time. And, you know, he's, he's he has just gotten better every week, it feels like that. And, and we know Carney Catholic poses some new challenges for us, and they they have a lot of athleticism. And so that will be crucial once again this week.
5: A lot of that, and as you've mentioned, Carney Catholic, uh, we talk about the Stars line. They're pretty big and solid. They might not be the biggest team you face this year, but they are pretty solid. How does your line match up with them?
6: Yeah, I think our line's looking forward to the challenge. They know that uh, we're underdogs going in, and uh, they're, they might not have the size, but I think we've got kids up front that are willing to fight a little bit and compete, and so that's all we ask of them.
5: You've probably been underdogs more than you've been favorites, I guess, how the kids handle that. I mean, that's something that we talked about at the beginning of the interview. Uh, when, when did you see things start to click for these guys?
6: You, you know, uh, that's the thing. Uh, we've been looking at it. We've been underdogs every week. And, uh, you know, I, I like being an underdog. I think the kids do too. And they—they they, the whole kind of theme this season has uh, been we put in the work. Uh, you know, you, you can't just sit here and tell people how much we've improved. We've got to go out and show it. And, uh, you know, it feels like our kids have done a good job of that.
5: What do you see out of Carney uh, Catholic, Jake? I mean, uh, the weather may alter a little bit of plans out there, but uh, what kind of a team do you think you'll be facing here?
6: Yeah, you see dudes all over the place, man. They're a very good team. And, uh, you know, it, uh, usually the more film you watch, you can find things that uh, you think you have an advantage on, but but it feels like they are so well coached and do their job. And uh, and, and then I think even more importantly, they've got kids who want to play hard and want to win. So, they're a very good team, and we're going to have to be really sound in every facet of our game if, if we want to compete with them.
5: Having a little different weather this week, we talked with Coach Harvey about it as well. Uh, I mean, the, the wind might be more than the cold, especially if you do want to throw the football. How have you and Jackson and your receivers, and, and have you done anything different in practice this
6: week? we practice in the wind this week. Believe it or not. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. I think maybe even one of the biggest challenges that might pose is the communication piece, just getting everybody on the same page and being able to execute the plays that are called. Um, obviously it's going to affect the, uh, the ball uh, a little bit, but it, it, it felt like we, uh, Tuesday was, uh, interesting to say the least. And then it felt like with the wind Wednesday, we, uh, had a way better day. I think, uh, as a quarterback, I guess it's kind of like teeing off. I know a lot of guys can tee off into the wind, overswing and change this and change that and end up hitting a bad drive. Throwing the football is very similar. You just still got to throw it the same. You got to spin it and, uh, you know, just trust it into the wind. And so I think I think just being able to have two days of practice with that was huge for us.
5: When we talk about the offense, uh, the wind could affect special teams. You've got a beast in Cade Kerwin on the defensive side of the ball. Tell us a little bit about him.
6: Yeah, we're just trying to get him to play downhill, man. He's the man in the middle, kind of. A lot of our stuff gets funneled to him where he gets in on a lot of things because he, he's the one guy in the middle that can go both ways, sideline to sideline. And so, you know, we just, he's got to have a good game, and, and uh, a big focus for us is, uh, you know, limiting the yards after contact. We feel like we could improve on that every week, and, and we're going to need to definitely if we want to have a shot at stopping the, the KC run game.
5: Well, Jake, it looks like you got the Dusters pointed in the right direction. I know patience sometimes can be a hard thing, but it looks like you guys are uh, pointed in the right direction.
6: Yeah, it's been fun, man. It's all about the kids, you know that. I mean, we got kids who want to be good and are are willing to do whatever it takes. So that's just what we're striving for.
5: All right, Coach, look for another good game uh, tonight, and we sure appreciate the time. Best of luck to the Dusters. Appreciate it. That's Jake McLean, head coach of your Holdridge Dusters, and we'll be back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show to talk with Carney Catholics with Sean Harvey right after this on Power Ninety Nine.
7: for you.
5: Friday night football here on Power 99 on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show back at Miles Field with the head coach of the Kearney Catholic Stars Rashawn Harvey coming off a very nice win last week against Adams Central and Coach if you hadn't gotten off to good starts uh, lately you sure did it last Friday.
8: Yeah our young men were were very focused uh, they wanted to get that uh, bad taste out of their mouth from being on that field the last time we were on it and uh, they did a great job of, of playing fantastic in all three phases of the game. What was the key in your eyes uh, to, to the quick start? Just establishing the run game. Uh, we, we That's what we wanted to do, and we were successful at doing that. And then our first time we had the ball, I don't throw, we put it in the air one time, and the rest were passes. So our our offensive line just kind of took over that that first series and also the second series. And from then on, they were definitely confident and we were able to run the ball. Well, we've talked about Riley Greaser, and uh, he had a big night for you. Yep, he did a great job. He did a great job of just reading the blocks and uh, Adam Central came out in a defensive front uh, that was unexpected they're usually a, th- a 30 front team and they came out in the 40 front and they stayed in it 90 95 percent of the game uh, but just for the lineman to adjust and Riley to adjust to how the lineman had to change the blocking scheme a little bit he did a fantastic job of reading the schemes and sometimes being his own best blocker.
5: Well, and we talked at the beginning of the season about how the line was going to be key, but Riley did go over 1,000 yards. What did you see from this young man that put him in that spot?
8: You know, he worked hard in the offseason. You know, when we had our um, end-of-season meetings uh, last season, you know, he was one that uh, I remember him vividly saying that he doesn't want to come off the field ever. He wants to give it all he's got his senior year, and he wants to be uh, a good running back, like running backs we've had in the past at, at Carnegie Catholic. And then he matched that those words with the effort uh, in the spring and in the summer about the work he put in. How were you able
5: to shut down an Adams Central team that usually is pretty potent?
8: you know we we figured that they wanted to come out and throw the football uh cuz we were pretty aggressive on defense and and they took advantage of that in the in the state semifinal game last year so we kind of uh, went back and evaluated the film a little bit more and uh prepared more for the pass we figured that we would do okay up front in the line and then we did we you know they got some yards late in the game probably when the game was you know in hand uh, but we were able to shut down any passes that they wanted to uh, establish so that translates
5: into two more games to go here, kind of puts yourself in a, in a good spot for what you guys want to accomplish
8: going deep into the playoffs. Uh, how much does this game spur you on? I think it's, it's you know, like most coaches are going to say, it's the next game, so it's, it's an important game. Uh, but we have got to get over uh, just that, that mental hump of hey we're taking on a two and five team. You know, this is a dangerous two and five team. So we've been on our young men in practice um uh, this week and say so you can't underestimate Holdridge uh, holders tonight uh, because they are you know you, you look at what they've done, you know, yeah they were up on Broken Bow. You know, they were, they should have beat um uh Kozad. You know and the mending game just got away, they just snowballed on them. So they're a competitive team uh that that is getting better.
5: Talking with Carney Catholic coach Rashawn Harvey here. Yeah, they played Kozad uh, when Watovic was still pretty at, uh, at pretty good health there at quarterback for them, too. And that Minden game was, what, 7 nothing something like that, going into yep. the fourth quarter. And and yep. we all know about Broken Bow. They had the lead in that game for, for most of it. W- what have you seen as you watch them on film? I mean, we know Jackson Heinrichs is obviously the, the the spoon here that gets the offense going. What else do they have?
8: Uh, defensively, they're just aggressive with what they do. They're kind of similar to us. They run a 30 from, but they're more of a 3-5, and they're going to bring pressure and disrupt what you want to do offensively. Uh, they do a lot of uh, what we call eye candy offensively uh, that will get you out of where you should be if you're staring in the backfield. And that eye candy does a great job of deception. and uh, They take advantage of that uh, if your defense doesn't want to have good eye dif- discipline. And, um, and the offensively, they block pretty good up front. You know, they're not very big, but they're aggressive in their blocking schemes. So what have you guys been working on in practice this week? Uh, we've been working on trying to keep the quarterback contained. Uh, we figure that uh, the quarterback, when it is, if nothing's open, he wants to take off and run because he is an athlete and he can run. And so we've been working on just keep him contained. We don't need a big hit, you know. We need to kind of spill him to the next guy or make him cut it back to the next guy, and just controlling your feet when you go to tackle him because if we don't keep him contained. And then he could have a big night, and that's what we've seen on film, teams that don't kind of keep him contained. You know, he has great nights, and just in the third and longs, fourth and longs, he'll pick it up because they lose contain on him. Rashad Harvey with us for another minute here on the
5: Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as they're hosting Holdridge tonight. Of course, uh, you hope to have the home playoff game. You guys are setting third in the, in the wild card points, and uh, we'll talk more about that uh, next week. But uh, there's always something going on, whether it's a homecoming or parents' night or senior night, so you've got that tonight too.
8: Yeah, well, for, for us, we kind of got that out of the way a little early with, <laughs> with the parents. So and there'll be some recognition tonight, but not a lot. So they'll be – they should be focused. You know, I think the big thing is it's probably going to be our chilliest game of the year. So I think on both sides – you know, the players got to be mentally, you know, beat that um, tonight. Also, um, so you know, we've been talking about that in practice. You know, and it's been a little. I know it's Nebraska, and it's October. It's supposed to be cold, but <laughs> but we've had so much warmth lately. You know that that you know first cold practice, the kids are you're not very focused. But you know you got to be able to control that the mental part of the game and and the elements and and, then just hey You know I tell them just dress for it. You know I'm from Florida. I used to dress for it all the time. So just dress for it. (laughs) Well, and and we know about the
5: cold too, Rashad. But sometimes if you mix in the wind and it's not supposed to be as bad tonight as it was earlier this week. But you know even on those short passes, uh, your quarterback and in this case Brett Mahoney has to has to work on that a little bit. How did you guys uh, work through that the last couple days?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practice was a little windy a couple times, so you know we we shortened up our pass game, obviously, like you mentioned. Uh, but then we we say, you know, you got to understand football a little bit. You know, if the wind's a factor, you got to be able to run the football, and so that's what we've you know kind of hung our hat on this year. If you watch, look at all our stats, so we know that if that's an aspect. Hey, we got to get to the run game.
5: All right, coach. Uh, we'll talk to you ahead of the Cozad game next week. Best of luck tonight against the Dusters. All
8: right, thank you for covering the Stars.
5: That's Rashawn Harvey, head coach of the Kearney Catholic Stars, and we'll be back to Miles Field for the starting lineup for tonight's contest after this on Power 99.
10: The
1: And welcome back here to Milesville. Let's give you our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin first of all for two and five, the Holdridge Dusters. At center will be Carson Shealy, a 241-pound senior. At right guard will be uh, Gabriel Yoakum, 199-pound junior. At right tackle, will be Devin Anderson, 238 pounds and a senior. The left guard will be Clemens skiles Nietzsche, only a sophomore, 216 pounds, and the left tackle will be Max Dutcher, 213-pound junior. At fullback will be Mason Marquette, He's 170 pounds and a senior. The running back is Jaden Jansen, 148 pounds and a junior. Wide receivers are Jeremiah Johnson, a a senior who is 150 pounds. Trace Anderson, also a senior, is 182 pounds at wide receiver. And the quarterback is Jackson Heinrichs, 177 pounds and a junior. He is a two-year starter here for the Dusters. He is a very athletic young man. And I missed one at wide receiver is Max Hunter. 182 pounds and a senior and now for the uh, Carney Catholic Stars on the offensive line Jake Masker 6'3", 250 pounds and a senior, Grant Drumheller 5'10", 185 pound junior Dylan Murs 6'5", 225 pounds and a senior Corn Conrad 6'4", 215 pound senior and Gavin Drumheller 6'3", 225 pounds and a senior and we'll get to the uh, skill players as we return right after this And now let's continue with our starting lineup. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better Bank, just heard from them. At wide receiver will be Max McBride, 6'1, 175 pounds, and a senior. Also at wide receiver, Jaden Sires, 6 foot, 190 pounds, and a senior Aaron O'Brien, 6 foot, 195 pounds, and a senior. Garrett Schmaderer, 6'3", 185-pound senior. And the quarterback is Brett Mahoney, 6'4", 215 pounds and a senior. And the leading rusher, Riley Greaser, a 6'2", 175-pound senior. As we mentioned, he has already run for over 1,000 yards on the season. To be precise, 1,071 and eight touchdowns on the air. And meanwhile in the air, Brett Mahoney is 60 of 95 for 850 yards, 15 touchdowns. And only two interceptions here for Carney Catholic. And uh, quickly, some of the stats for Holdridge. Uh, Jackson Hendricks is the leading rusher and passer. He is connected on 66 of 138 passes for 814 yards. He has six touchdowns, but 11 interceptions and Heinrich's has carried the ball 101 times for 455 yards his uh, the most guy the guy that's most likely to get the handoff will either be Mara Marquette, who's carried it 52 times for 277 or Jaden Jansen who's carried it 51 times for 236 so they're a little bit more effective with Heinrich's running the football again that's your starting lineups brought to you by five points Bank the better Bank in Carney. Randy Bushcutter Don Lee's here with you from miles field and you know you can kind of see feel the energy kind of building here a little bit and there's always that energy when you have a team that's uh, coming in undefeated and uh, not only rated about two or three in the state but that's about where they're at in wild card points as well and you certainly don't want to stub your toe in regards to those wild card points and seating when you get into the tournament
2: yeah definitely you know you get you know as coach harvey said in the interview you can't take anybody lightly you got to come out here and be ready to play some football you know holdridge has been in in every game uh you know and and they, they, they're one of those scary teams. You let them hang around, let them hang around. Uh, and you got a dogfight on your hands, as, as a lot of teams have found out on that situation. So, you know, Carney Catholic uh, wants to come out here and take care of the business right off the bat.
1: And uh, they'll have that opportunity because Holdridge did win the toss. They deferred their choice to the second half. So, Carney Caple, who likes to start with the football right. anyway, if they would have won the toss, they would have asked for the yep. football anyway. So, they're going to receive the ball to get things started. And, again, they like to get that quick start, get that yep. offense on the field. And, uh, you know, Coach Harvey's an offensive coach. He kind of right. really likes to – he's that bad scientist with that offense. He likes to see what he's concocted and see how it works in that very first drive.
2: Yeah, he does. And, you know, he always has some, you know, scripted plays and stuff that's uh, kind to kind of set up for, for the, the games and stuff, so he loves to get the football right off the bat and, and run a few of those plays and see how, how uh, the other teams react to him, and then he adjusts to him as he, as he needs to, to, but he loves to have the football right off the bat.
1: Well, you've been listening to our pregame show, brought to you by Hogamont Hybrids. Contact Terry, Jason Stark, your Hogue-Mont Hybrid Hybrid seed dealer. We're going to step away for a moment. We'll kick this one off between Olderidge and Carney Catholic right after this.
7: For
12: professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle.
5: Five stations? Foam 30K Chance. yes Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 945. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platt River Preps. Plat River Preps. Plattriverpreps.com. Powered
4: by Plat River Radio. Local sports, your music.
0: O'Brien Stratman Reddinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Reddinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories.
12: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
0: Oh, I
9: can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramsel will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308 236 9951. Thanks, girl. 24 hour towing certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308 236 9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair.
0: This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer independent representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives,
1: 627-1064. And welcome back here to Milesfield. You're listening to Power 99, KKPR 98.9 FM in Kearney, Holdridge, Grand Island, and Hastings. Randy Bushcutter, Don is with you. And, uh, Don, we're still a little bit away from kicking this one off. Some uh, last words, last kind of thoughts you got.
9: Yeah,
2: just, you know, I think uh, it's kind of crucial to see what Carney Catholic does right off the bat, uh, you know, because uh, as we mentioned before, Randy, a lot of times, Holdridge likes to hang around, and they do a good job of, you know, kind of being a pesky fly out there in a situation, uh, you know, where they they really are improved football team from last year to this year, and Carney Catholic's going to get the football right here.
1: And we've said it several times, the most important drive is the first drive of the second half. Yep. Number two on that list is the very first, first drive one. of the football game, and we're about to be in that moment. So Carney Catholic will receive the football back deep for the stars will be Isaiah Gaunt. He's uh, back there with, uh, I think that's Murphy on the far side. Yep, yep it sure is. And uh, teeing up the football here is uh, going to be uh, Trace Anderson. Not only is he the wide receiver, but he's the uh, punter, and he'll be doing the kickoff duties here as well. And he'll come up and put his foot into it at the 40-yard line. It's going to be a high kick. It's going to be short. Gunn's going to pick it up at about the 16-yard line. And he'll take it at the 20. Has a little seam. Will run through a would-be tackler. Drags him forward out to about the 40-yard line. And eventually he'll be knocked out of bounds at the 40 or 41 on the near sideline. Kind of hard to tell. But, again, picked up a nice little block there. And that's a pretty good starting position here for Carney Catholic.
2: Yes, he did, Randy. You know, had a little bit of a waltz out of here on this left side here. And uh, returns it out here to the 40-yard line. So a good field position for Carney Catholic to start the football game.
1: They'll split out McBride wide on the right. They're going to have a couple of receivers here on this near side with Schmoderer and Sire out there. Of course, Greaser will be behind Brett Mahoney, at quarterback. 60 of 95 throwing the ball, 850 yards on the season. McBride will come on this left side, so now there's going to be trips on the near side of the field, and they're going to run the option that way. No, they're just going to run a little counter run here for Greaser, and he's not going to get very much, maybe two on the play. That was well read there by the Dusters.
2: Yeah, it was. You, you know, they gave him a deep handoff. They kind of came to the left side, and then he was going to cut it back off to that right side. And the cornerback on that left, on their side, on, on Holdridge's side, left side, came crashing in there and made a good stop on the play.
1: So Greaser's first carry of the night goes for two. It'll be second and eight here from the 43-yard line. Greaser will be behind Mahoney, but they're going to throw the ball on that right side, complete to, uh, to Christner is going to bounce it to that right wing, pick up a couple of blocks. He'll bring it into Holdridge territory and be down right at the 40-yard line. That's a, just a quick little pitch and catch for 17 yards.
2: Yep, getting the ball out there to that outside, looking at a little wide receiver screen on that outside, good blocked out there. Uh, I think it was Garrett Schmatter and Jaden Sire did a good job of blocking for him.
1: So Brent Christner comes up with a 10-yard gain. Nice little gain there for the sophomore. Carney Catholic already in enemy territory. Drop of it. Snap, but handing it off here to Greaser. Greaser's got it. He'll make one-man miss, have it at the 30, take it down the sideline, bring it inside the 20-yard line, and a play that could have been disaster yeah. because they had a little trouble with the snap, and the timing was thrown off, but right. the blocking was so good that Greaser was able to keep his head about him and take it all the way down to the 16-yard line.
2: Yep, out here on the edges with Aaron O'Brien and uh, Jaden Sy Again, uh, you're doing a good job of getting containing their blocks because, like you said, that ball was dropped and it took a little while to develop.
1: And it ended up being a 24 yard gain. First and 10 here, rolling out to the right side is going to be Mahoney. Mahoney will throw it in underneath, wide open is the receiver. And O'Brien oh, trying oh, to get oh, to the end zone may have lost the football on the way in. He's down to about the one yard line, and if he lost it, he got sorry. it back. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. <laughs> he- he did a good job, Aaron O'Brien, underneath out of that. Sire pitch. came up
1: with it. You're right. Yep.
2: And then Sire, you know, he, he got hit right at the one, and then Jaden Sire saw it on the, on the floor there, and he just dove
1: on the football. So it'll be first and goal here for Carney Catholic. So a gain of 15 here, and uh, saving the day is going to be Sire after O'Brien's catch. A long count. Quick pitch out here for Greaser. Greaser stepped over, uh, in front of one would-be blocker, or tackler rather, and leaned toward the goal line. He stuck that ball out yep. and nearly got it in the end zone. But that, that, that first miss where he just ducked underneath the guy, that was a pretty play to make that be a positive play instead of a loss of two or three because uh, that was well-diagnosed there by the Dusters.
2: Yeah, Max Hunter was one who he had to, have to step underneath there uh, and get there, get back to the line of scrimmage.
1: Another handoff. This one just right up the middle. Just power football and into the end zone is Riley Greaser for his ninth touchdown of the year. Nice, just you know, a little bit of a push from the line right there. Gunkin you know, didn't have
2: far to go. You know, nice uh, run by Riley Greaser uh, to take it on into the end zone for
1: Carney Catholic to get this thing going. Just took two minutes and one second for Carney Catholic to get up six to nothing. Put on a five points bank touchdown, and now the extra point forthcoming here by Max McBride. Hoagland will snap it. Mahoney will be the holder. A little bit of a high snap, and there's whistles, and uh, I think Carney Catholic's going to be called for some sort of illegal procedure, and that will back him up five more yards. And we'll still have the same snapper, the same holder, and the same kicker, so I don't need to go through that again. Nope. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And Max is very, very
1: capable. Oh, Yeah. (laughs)
2: Not, not like when we. No, I'm just kidding. When you and I were in high school,
1: five-yard penalty, man. We had to go for two. We're we're out of Tim's range. That's a true story. We are not making that up. All right, so here we go. Good snap good hole. That one is looks a little short, and it is going to end up being short. We jinxed, we jinxed him. him. We did. We, we jinxed, jinxed him hard. <laughs> we jinxed him Sorry, hard. Sorry, Max. Yeah. We publicly apologize, Max McBride. So the extra point ends up being short, and Carnegie Catholic has to settle for a 6 to nothing lead as they take the opening drive right down the field, and we'll kick this one off right after this.
13: Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand
1: McBride with the kickoff. He's going to drive the ball to the right side of the formation here. Nicholas uh, Whitey's, the, so- the freshman, is going to bring it up to about the 25-yard line or so. Just nothing fancy about that, Don Leese. But, uh, uh, yep. again, that, that'll that do.
2: Yep, yep. You know, they just, like you said, you got it and you know, just go straight ahead. Got a little bit of a block out of the situation here. Going to start the football here for uh, Holdridge for, for their pers- first possession here.
1: By the time they set it down, they're at the 27-yard line. So Jackson Heinrichs will take a look at uh, what Carnot Catholic offers. They're going to hand the ball off to that fullback, and there is going to be nowhere to run as Greaser is going to make the tackle on Mason Marquette, and there will be no gain on that play. Yeah,
2: and, uh, you know, Gavin Drumhiller right in the middle out of that, you know, putting everything, and uh, and then, you know, like you said, Riley Greaser out of the middle linebacker position, stepped
1: right in there to that hole for no gain. So Marquette will play fullback here. Well, they're actually going to break that formation, and they're going to uh, have him off to the right-hand side of Heinrichs. Heinrichs will have a couple guys on to his left. Jansen will come across the motion and now be on his right, and he's looking that direction, and it is going to be caught and the tackle will be immediate. Uh, good coverage on that outside there for Schmoderer as Jansen made the catch. Yep. And it's going to be third and manageable here for the Dusters as it will be about third and four. That will be a gain right at six.
2: Yep, just turned right around right at the 35-yard line there. And, and uh, good pass and good catch for uh, Holdridge here. Like you said, uh, Garrett Schmoderer was right there to make the tackle once he
1: caught it. So the, uh, that, that ball was thrown with some intention. I yep. mean, there that, that had some snap on it. And Heinrich's just a just a junior. He's already yeah. got two years of starting under his belt, and he's grown a few inches since last time we saw him,
10: mm-hmm.
1: at least in a football field, anyway. Oh. And there's some movement up front, and that might oh, be on Carney Catholic. Oh, that yeah. would be a first down here for the Dusters. Yep. A little bit of a hard count
2: out of that situation, and uh, you know Carney Catholic just jumped there, so it'll bring up first down here for
1: Holdridge out of that uh, right here at about the forty yard line. So their first first down of the game comes via the penalty. Nice throw, too. I mean, right. it was very manageable third down. And the ball will be spotted right at the 40-yard line. 8.24 to go here, first quarter. Stars took only two minutes to march right down the field in the opening drive. And then they missed the extra point. So you're all updated with the scoring. And they're going to run that jet sweep. Coming off on this right side here is going to be uh, Joshua Jansen. And he didn't have much room. Excuse me. A, a, wrong Jansen. I spoke there. It's Jaden. And Jaden... Is going to end up gaining about five yards on yeah. that jet sweep. Yep, just a good, you know, coming right off that, going to go into this right
2: side out of it. He planted his foot, turned it right upfield, like you said, Randy, and he picks up about five yards on the play. Good hard run.
1: So it'll be second and a little bit longer in five. got to get right to midfield for the first down, and the ball marked just short of the 45 yard line. And so the Dusters in their traveling white tops, their purple pants, and those uh, old gold helmets. <laughs> Both these two teams have gold as a school color, but they have a different version of it. And Jansen will come across in motion as Heinrichs calls it out. He's going to roll to his left. A lot of pressure coming. He's able to step through it, and he's scrambling and loses the football. And there's nothing but white jerseys there. Excuse me, nothing but red, green jerseys there. And Carney Catholic, it appears, will come up with a football there was only one kid from Holdridge in the neighborhood, and Carney Catholic does come up with it. I think it might have been Redinger came yeah, up I with think the ball. It was
2: Ty Redinger, yep, <laughs> yep. I think it was Ty Redinger that came up with the football. I, you know, good scramble out of that, uh, you know, there by Heinrichs, but. Uh, you know, guy got, got hit right on the arm and popped the ball loose, and uh, Carney Catholic's going to have good field position for their second possession here.
1: Well, Heinrichs was going to have enough for the first down mm-hmm. as he lost the ball on the other side of the 50-yard line. So, But Carney Catholic will have great starting possession for their second possession here at the 48, and they'll throw a little swing pass on this right side to Sire. Sire picks up a block, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. Boy, that's a hard hit right at the 40-yard line by the linebacker. I think it was 58, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, 59, 56? <laughs> yeah. Might have been Dutcher okay. at 59. Yeah,
2: Looked like, yeah, coming out of that, out of that So situation. he ended up getting
1: 11 on the play, but, boy, he paid a price for he it. He did. He
2: got a good hit out of that on that right side over there. And
1: Sire's like, yeah, I might need a breather here. <laughs> so that'll be the fifth first down of the game here for Kearney Catholic. First and 10. And after, no, they're going to have – Lateral it out on this left side, McBride. McBride will make one-man miss, and he'll be down at about the uh, 35-yard line, gain of five. So good ball fake there because it got the radio guy. Mahoney took it out of Greaser's uh, stomach, rolled to his left, and then throws one of those. wasn't a pitch. It was, a, it was an overhead and pass that yep. was a lateral out here for his uh, wide receiver, McBride. And McBride is going to gain about five on the run. Yep, just a little mixed direction
2: out of that situation, getting that ball out to McBride and uh, picking up about five yards on the play. Nice play by Carney Catholic.
1: Just a little wrinkle there, a little too far to pitch it, so we'll throw it overhand. Mahoney will hand the ball off to Greaser. Greaser goes right up the middle, and he's going to be pulled into the waiting arms here of Kenneth Kerwin. And Kerwin, from his linebacker possession, will make the tackle, but it's going to be awfully close to that first down marker. It's going to set up now third and one after a gain of four.
2: Yeah, just going straight up the middle out of that play, uh, Riley. Uh, you're going to be just a little bit short of the first down, but it's going to be third down here and then about one yard to go for Carney Catholic.
1: So they'll put it at the 31-yard uh, line. They've got to get right to the 30. And they'll even move uh, a guy to play fullback here. Right up middle is greaser. He's untouched into the open space. And he's going to slip down at about the uh, 16-yard line. So he'll gain 16, get enough for the first down. And the earth gave way a little bit yep. as he was trying to make the cut.
2: Yep, as he you know, tried to make that cut about the 18-yard line there and uh, went down. But a uh, nice block there. Um, I-, I believe that was number six. Uh, uh, Aaron O'Brien there on that block on there when coming in motion out of that.
1: Yeah, he ended up uh, moving over from yep. his wide receiver spot and being a, a fairly light fullback there at 195 pounds. Well, that's not that light. Right, I mean, yep. <laughs> not for high school, anyway. Right. <clears throat> it's a big wide receiver. Yeah. So Greaser will be behind Mahoney. And they're going to give it to Greaser. He'll go right up the middle untouched until he gets a bound to the six-yard line. He'll pull the pile forward to about the four. That'll be a gain of 12, and that will move the sticks one more time. Yeah, just a quick hitter out of that
2: right You know, look like he got shot out of a cannon out of that situation. Good blocking up front by Carney Catholic.
1: So the Stars scored on their first drive, and right now they got a first and goal here on their second. And they're going to throw it on this right side. Wide receiver screen. They put their head down, diving for the end zone. Touchdown, Aaron O'Brien from four yards out. Yep. Nice catch out there for Aaron, and I think Max
2: McBride and uh, Garrett Schmatter were the blockers out there in front of them front of for him. Uh, good
1: catch by Aaron Aaron O'Brien to get into the end zone. So we've got one in the air. we got one on the ground, and now another extra point coming up here from the guy that we jinxed earlier, Max McBride. <laughs> He doesn't miss very often. No. <laughs> but Maybe I did again. Maybe yeah. not. Good snap, good hold, a lot of pressure. Oh. That's another high kick, and it is no good. <laughs> no good. I have got to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> 544 to go here in the, second, in the first quarter. Stars are on top, 12 to nothing. And we'll kick this one off right after this timeout. For over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in
9: Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney in central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes.
15: For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team.
1: McBride with a kickoff here for Carney Catholic. Again, they'll be picked up on that right side and a little east-west running here, and there's going to be nowhere really for uh, Nicholas White is to go. And yeah, this so will be pulled down at about the 25-yard line. Right. I mean, uh, just everything kind of closed in on him, and I am done saying nice things about any kickers <laughs> the rest of the day. We've jinxed, right. we have gonna... jinxed Max McBride twice.
2: We're just going to let him drill
1: it through yep. there and go,
2: hey, nice kick. <laughs>
1: Well, yep. <laughs> we have to find something pers- personally uh, ambivalent to say. Yep. <laughs> so it'll be first and ten from the 27 here for the Dusters. They're really going to spread things out on this right side of the field with their wide receivers. They've got a running back over there, and they're going to bring a man in motion. That is going to be Anderson, and he'll go to the left, now come back to the right, and they're going to hand the ball right up the middle, and there's going to be not much room to run there at all for the Dusters on first down.
2: No, that time I was Corn Conrad, and uh, you know getting in there, and uh, he did g- good job of you know getting pushed in through there, and then you know number twenty-seven I believe was in there for uh, Carney Catholic, which is uh, um, Logan Rogash. But they all did a good job of just getting everything right at the line of scrimmage.
1: Marquette uh, had an advance on the play, but about the length of the football. We're right. still going to call this second and ten here, as we're nearing the five-minute mark of quarter number one. Stars have scored in both of their possessions. They got the short field moments ago after the turnover. Heinrichs, again, will have the same formation. He'll have uh, four guys spread out various distances to his right. And he's looking this right side. He'll throw it in underneath. It's going to be caught, and the tackle is going to be made there immediately. Jansen pulled it down, and he's going to be enveloped right away. There by uh, Rogash, yep. Logan Rogash. <coughs>
2: Yep, dropping back out of his linebacker position, and once he, he jensen caught it, he just uh, Logan Rogash was right there to to take him down. Uh, giving Riley Greaser over here, he Riley wants to get in there pretty bad, but give him a little bit of a break here, and uh, you know, Logan's doing a good job in the middle linebacker spot.
1: Heinrichs is two for two throwing a football. Both of them have gone to Jansen for 11 yards, and they're both just that real quick, quick little throw, yep. just kind of find that open space in there, and. Again, if you can do that consistently, five yards of crack will get her done. Yep.
2: Exactly. You can even
1: drop one now and again. Right.
2: Yep. just
10: can't do it <laughs> twice in a row. Yep.
1: So Heinrichs will again now have wide receivers, two to his left. One's coming in motion over here to the right. And uh, I think we got a timeout, and I don't see a flag down, but there are whistles. And Holdridge didn't like how things were shaping up here, so they call a timeout. Our timeout is brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Third and five here for the Dusters. Stars are on top, 12 0. We're back right after this. Your local pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. Well, we have uh, seen some uh, field condition issues out there a little bit with uh, kind of a, some little bit slick rain the other day, and the field's a little wet. So the field conditions are impacting the action here. Our field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. We'll talk more about them here in a moment. But first, it's third and five, and the quarterback's going to keep it. Stars read that pretty well, Then there's going to be a short gain for Heinrichs of just a couple of uh, yards here. Reminder that Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weges and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, remember that Pioneer knows more about fuel conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed Science with service, delivering success, and a gain of about 2.5 on the play, so that means it's fourth and about 2.5. And, and Holdridge is going to say discretion is the better part of valor here, Don Lace, as yeah. they're bringing out the punting unit.
2: Yep, it kind of looked like at once they were going to maybe try to go for it, but, uh, you know, they decided hey, let's just punt this thing away a little bit
1: too far for, for us to try it. So Trace Anderson is in there to punt, and he'll have the football in his hands. He'll kick it with that right foot. And uh, a low-line drive kick going to be picked up here by Sire. Sire on that right side is going to run out of friendly faces in front of him. And he'll be enveloped by about four dusters on that far sideline, just short of the 40-yard line. So, again, fairly good field position here for Carney Catholic. They're winning that uh, battle of field position. Yep. and And this is one of the reasons why Coach Harvey Aww. likes to get the football first to start the football game. They've yep. had three drives. Good field position each time.
2: Yep, exactly. You know, he loves to get that football right away because usually they can get, You know, even if they don't even get a touchdown, they usually can get that field flipped and their defense is good enough to kind of hold things, and this is going to be their third possession in good field position.
1: Specifically, they'll be at the 38-yard line, and they're going to empty the backfield. Mahoney's the only one back there. Two wide receivers right, three to the left. Quarterback draw right up the middle. He's got a lead blocker, and he'll be pulled down at about the 45-yard line. That'll be a gain of seven and a nice tackle uh, out there
2: uh, hey.
1: by number 50, 50, and I don't have a nope. number 50 in my roster.
2: Nope, we don't. Nope. Somebody,
1: somebody got a different jersey today.
2: Right, Yep. <laughs> Yep, because he, he laid a hit on, I think it was uh, Jaden Sire that one time and did a good job of pulling down uh, Brett because it looked like you know, he had it and uh, had a good lead blocker out there. And uh, he did a good job of pulling him down for because uh, Brett was going to have a, a much bigger gain out of that.
1: I'm going to be able to do some deducing here in a little bit, but give me a moment to do it, and I'll figure out who that guy is. And Mahoney, a little bit of an air snap, hands off the greaser, and he's wide open in the space at the 40, at the 30, and he's going to go in untouched. This is going to be... 54 yards for a touchdown.
2: Yep, nice. Just
1: right up the middle. Yep. Kind of a deep
2: handoff out of that. They kind of walled it off. Um, and, uh, you know, he did a good job of getting by the linebacker. And uh, there was nobody there. Uh, the safety was over on the other side for the uh, wideouts. And Riley Greaser just took it right up the middle. 54 yards uh, for the touchdown for, for Carney Catholic.
1: Well, I see it. They actually marked it over there. Officially, it's going to be 55 you, you follow the bad example that I left, and we're <laughs> going to not even mention what's going on over here to our left because we're over <laughs> two when we do that. But there is an extra point attempt of some sort going on here, and that one is a little bit more of what we're used to seeing. Max McBride punches that one through for the uh, extra point, and it's now 19 to nothing, 2.09 to go here. In the first quarter, the Stars, three possessions, three touchdowns, and they've got a 19-point lead over the Dusters. We'll be back after this.
16: Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com.
1: And welcome back to our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. Around the road here, bringing you the play by play. Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. So 2.09 to go here, first quarter. And McBride, after kind of finding his uh, leg there a little yeah. bit, that one he drilled through the uprights comfortably, and he'll kick this one off on this right side, picked up at about the 15-yard line. And uh, they're able to slip through there a little bit, and good hard run. On that return, I believe that's Nicholas Whitus again, number 20, yeah, uh, as he's on that left side, and then Whitus is able to take it out to yep. about the 36, and there was some good hard running yep. in close quarters over there.
2: Yeah, it was, and, you know, this is good you know field position for uh, Holdridge here, you know, starting about 35, 36-yard line for him. Yeah, nice hard run uh, you know, on that return to get it up there to that part.
1: Well, remember that uh, on their first drive, Holdridge got the ball across midfield. Field, yep. Uh, But then they dropped the football, and uh, since then, things have not gone their way. They're down 19-0, not the start you want to have against a 7-0 football team. Heinrichs going to hand the ball off on that left side. Again, they'll start the drive by giving the football here to Mark Glatt, and he, this time, will have his best run of the game so far, three yards. But, boy, did he pay a price at the end of those three yards.
2: Yep, they came up pretty hard out of that. Uh, you know, he got by the line of scrimmage, and then uh, the linebackers and the safeties uh, came out in there pretty good. And Brett Mahoney was in there on, on one of the uh, hits also for uh, Cardi Catholic.
1: Well, each, uh, each time they've started a drive, it's been a handoff to Marquette to get things going, and that's the first one that's actually been positive. Mm-hmm. He's got three yards on three carries, and he'll be the fullback here behind Heinrichs as they're coming in the I formation. And they'll fake the handoff. He's looking to throw the ball over the middle, and it's going to be too high, looking for Max Hunter, and it falls incomplete. That's yep. the first incompletion of the game here for Heinrichs.
2: And yeah, he had the guy, you know, the step on him. Um, Mahoney came up there and then he tried to stop and so his feet slipped out of that it and down. and uh, couldn't get back in time there. But uh, the
1: first incompletion for for like
2: you said for Holdridge out of that.
1: Well, I think the field was watered the other day and then it rained and yep. so it's a little wetter than yep. And uh, I think where maybe there was a little bit more rain here than what I got in my neighborhood. I don't know.
2: Right. Yeah. But in,
1: <laughs> but in any event, there the, there are some soft spots on the field.
2: Right. There are. Yep. And it's getting colder and it's just a little damp out there. <laughs>
1: but really, the field is in, in great shape oh, for is. the last home game for the regular season. Nice and green, probably because they water it. Right. <laughs> so Heinrich is going to call it out here. Third and seven. He's going to roll to his right. And I think they're trying to set up a screen, and they're just going to throw it away because Carney Catholic had that diagnosed well. They were trying to throw it underneath there to Marquette. But Marquette goes, yeah, he's not going to get uh-huh. anything. In fact... He had a guy in his face. wasn't sure he'd be able to make that connection with him. So right. he uh, throws it at the feet of his intended receiver on purpose, because uh, that had disaster written yep. all over it.
2: Yeah, they had that, that that diagnosed pretty well. Did Carney Catholic? Uh, the linebackers were there, and even a couple of the linemen even you know took off. And then they go, "Oh, we you know, we know what's happening." So good job by Carney Catholic there.
1: Well, it's easy to talk about good decision making by your quarterback when he throws a sixty-yard pass, but that was a good decision on an incompletion. Yes. Here's Trace Anderson, a high kick for the punt, and uh, Carney Catholic forced to call the fair catch with Jaden Sire on that far side and just a little bit short of the thirty-yard line. Carney Catholic will set up shop. This will be their worst field He'll position of the yep. game.
2: Yep, it is. Uh, good job by Jaden getting over there uh, to making that uh, you know fair catch out of that situation. Uh, high. High kick, and uh, like you said, it's going to be the force field position that Carney Catholic has started with.
1: Well, their first drive started about the forty-yard line after a nice kick return by Galt to get the game started, and then the turnover—they had it in, uh, near midfield there, and and here they got the fair catch, and they're backing up some. I did not see the flag, but I'm sure we'll hear the uh, report here from the white hat here in a moment. Yeah, they're backing up a considerable chunk. Yep, still. Still haven't seen the uh, indication from the official and still haven't seen a flag. I haven't either. But we did take a little uh, journey to our south here, and the ball is going to be about the 14. They're going to empty the... uh, backfield for Mahoney so there's actually going to be five guys on this left side they're going to set up the screen and they'll get out here to Mandrinak Mandrinak gets a double pass, throws it to Greaser, Greaser makes the catch at the 35, makes a couple of guys miss, he has no blockers in front of him he's at the 50 with three guys around him and they're going to force him out of bounds and it'll look like a late push there and that's going to cost them another 15 yards, they went from the 14 all the way to the 48 and they're going to tack on some more yep that was a double pass. It was.
2: And I think, uh, yep, Mason Mannernet got it out here, and he threw it uh, down here to uh, Greaser. Greaser got behind everybody and then, uh, you know, took the ball out here. And then he got, got it all the way down here to about the 45-yard line and then uh, got a little bit of a hit out of bounds on that sideline over there for uh, attacking on another 15 yards for uh, Carney Catholic here.
1: So, Mandrinac down with almost as many yards as Mahoney, almost <laughs> <laughs> would be if you had the extra fifteen that you got with that late push out of bounds. Right. right. Yep. You know, sometimes that that one was obvious. I mean, right. sometimes that those are kind of borderline, and I like to give the defensive player the benefit of the doubt. But
2: yep, that's
1: that's the decision the young man from Oldridge once so once back here. Right. Is that uh, That's a painful penalty as they'll bring it out to about the 32-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 from the 32. And the quick little dump pass in underneath is going to fall incomplete as they were trying to get the ball in underneath here to uh, Redinger. Yep. And Redinger fell down. He got caught up with his uh, blocker. Yep. That was going to be a, a one-man screen is right. what it was going to be.
2: Yep. And they're letting him come through out of that. And, uh, you know, he just like you said, he just could not connect with uh, Redinger on the on the screenplay for Carney Catholic.
1: That was not just dumping it. That was nope. <laughs> your receiver falls down and couldn't get there. Yep. I don't know how many yards it would have got out of that. But as it stands right now, it'll be second and 10 from the 32. Hand off to your running back. Greaser's going to go right up the middle, and it doesn't get 55 yards that time. He does get out to about the 23, so that'll be a gain right at nine, and that's going to set up now third and very manageable here for the Stars. Yep, just
2: hand off right to him, going, you know, shooting right out of the middle out of that uh, good Good job up front by the, the offensive line for Carney Catholic to open some big, pretty big holes here.
1: So it'll be third and one for Carney Catholic. Empty backfield here for Mahoney, but Mahoney's one of the bigger, stronger running backs that Carney Catholic has. And he's going to look to throw the ball, and he'll drill it underneath, and it's going to be tipped and incomplete. <laughs> went off one man's hands, went off the defender's helmet, and it will fall incomplete as uh, Isaiah Gaunt could not reel that one in.
2: Yep, just a uh, second. One guy deep and then uh, gone underneath out of that and uh, just could not reel it in. Like you said, it went off his,
1: and then right off a uh, Holdridge guy too, so be fourth
2: down here for Kearney Catholic.
1: Fourth and one from the 23. This should be the final play of the first quarter that has been all Kearney Catholic. They have a 19 nothing lead, but if Holdridge wants to start mounting a comeback, holding him here on downs would be a pretty good start to that. So Mahoney will have Greaser to his left as they'll go out of that pistol formation, hand off the Greaser right up the middle. He'll run through a couple of tackles. He'll pull the ball out to the 20-yard line. That'll be a gain of three, more than enough, to move the sticks here for Carney Catholic. Yeah,
2: just going right up the middle out of that, going to a little bit just to the left of uh, you know, center there and uh, picking up the first down was Riley the Greaser.
1: And that is the final play of quarter number one. Stars on top, 19 to nothing. They'll have it first and 10 from the 20 when we return
0: And see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
9: Have you ever seen a rusty fish?
1: Well, our Plant River Preps Athletes of the Month are Preston Rogers of Arcadia Loop City Football and Ashley Keck, Carney Catholic Volleyball. You can submit your nominations on plantriverpreps.com. Winners receive a certificate and a Plant River Preps T-shirt. And that Keck girl, she's pretty good at that sport of volleyball. It's all presented to you by B&B Carpenter and Donovan. Don't forget, you can log on to platriverpreps.com and find all of our past winners. Here, first and ten from the 20, Mahoney will keep Greaser in the block for him. He's got all day to throw, and he finds a receiver in the end zone, but they just couldn't make the connection. It's thrown behind Carson Murphy, and, and uh, you, you couldn't just lob that up because there was enough defenders there. They just weren't quite on the same page, right. as I think Mahoney thought Murphy was going to sit down, and yep. Murphy went about five more feet to his right, and they just couldn't quite connect. Yep. That's a missed opportunity there for the Stars. Yep, yep. And, boy, that was great pass blocking.
2: It was. Yep, they had, he had plenty of time to to survey what, what was going to go on out there.
1: So here's the second play of the second quarter. Stars on top, 19-0. Hand off to Greaser. Greaser goes on that right side. And uh, the first guy out there in space, that's a good open field tackle uh, out there for uh, Holdridge. And I think that was... Uh, Trey Weaver, I believe, I that so made the too. tackle. But in any event, be a gain of about four on the play.
2: So, it's just, yeah, it's it about go, a about the third
1: or fourth player that um, numbers don't match what uh, program I was given anyway.
2: Nope. <laughs> I know, that's same here.
1: So, so third, and we'll call it six here for Carney Catholic. Might be closer to seven. Somewhere in that neighborhood anyway. As Greaser will be behind Mahoney. They're going to fake the handoff. And now rolling out is uh, Mahoney. Mahoney. Trying to settle down, throw it late, and it's caught in the end zone touchdown. That time Carson Murphy and Mahoney were on the same page as they connect on a 17-yard touchdown about five yards deep in the end zone. Yep, wanted to go to the right side out of here.
2: Carson Murphy did a good job of coming across the middle out of that as as, uh, Mahoney scrambled and went to his left. Then Carson Murphy came across the middle out of that, and Brett Mahoney found him. In the end zone on that play.
1: So Carney Catholic has been able to score a couple of times on the ground. Now a couple of times in the air. And that was some good scrambling there by yeah. Mahoney to kind of roll out there and able to connect with Murphy for the five points bank touchdown. He will serve as the holder for McBride. He will try to make this a 26-0 lead and they're going to go for two. Rolling out is Mahoney on a set play and he's going to dive for the end zone. Couldn't get it and he's going to end up just throwing it over his shoulder as he's going down into the end zone hoping somebody can catch it. The try for two that was a set play. The try for two is no good. So your score remains 25 to nothing with 11-08 to go here in the uh, second quarter. Stars in command here against Holdridge. And we'll step away for a moment, kick this one off, back to the dusters when we return right after this.
5: The quarterback counts on his O-line for protection in the pocket. You can count on me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau insurance agent, and McKenzie to protect your family's blindside no matter what life throws at you. We are here to handle all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. Don't scramble around working with multiple insurance companies. Contact us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most.
16: Call me, Rick
5: Smith, your Farm Bureau Bureau agent or McKinsey at 308-234-2222.
17: If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer. Buzzes Marine, 5th and Central Carney Online at buzzesmarine.com.
1: So with kicking off here is going to be Max McBride, and he's going to try a little pooch kick, and it will take a left-hand turn. Had it taken a left, a uh, right-hand turn, there in great position was Jacob Lowe, but unfortunately it will scoot out of bounds, and so they'll throw the flag, and Holderridge will get the football in good field position.
2: Yep. He just, like you said, Randy, it looked pretty good. Out of that, uh, just kind of scooted out here to the right side, out of bounds on that. But uh, nice little placement right there, just a little bit on the inside would have been perfect uh, for it. Uh, you know, Foldridge falling back, you know, deep on uh, on the kickoff and uh, and, and had a little job. side
1: spin on it. So right. it was spinning on the uh, on the end. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of end over end, it was spinning right. on its end. And if it would. And With that little wobble, if the wobble had been the other direction, it would have been absolutely perfect. But as it is, it will be 1st and 10 from the 37. Good field position here as Heinrichs is going to roll out to his right side, and he'll throw it incomplete. The closest guy to it was Aaron O'Brien, and if O'Brien is able to reel that in, we're lining up for an extra point on yep. this south end. That would have been a pick six.
2: Yeah, Pete came up off that... He wanted to go deep out of it, but Doug, uh, uh, the two guys on that side, Jaden Sire and I believe uh, Mason Mannerneck rolled out there and went with their receiver, and uh, Aaron O'Brien came right up underneath, and uh, he was trying to connect with Marquette out of that, but uh, Aaron O'Brien was right there, and he wanted to get, the, get a touchdown out of that himself. He read that perfect.
1: Well, Heinrichs was in scramble mode because Logan Rogash was breathing right down his neck. Great yep. pressure there by Rogash. It'll be second and ten from the 37. And they'll have three guys to the right. One of them's coming in motion over here. That's going to be Hunter. He'll go back to on that right side. And the quarterback's going to keep it right up the middle. And there's going to be a tackle near the shoulder pads. And I think that was a clean tackle. But uh, Heinrichs doesn't get to, to go anywhere. I don't think he grabbed the equipment. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was, a, that was a clean tackle. But, boy, you've got to have some strong arms, Easton Mannery, to be able to make that putt tackle.
2: Yep, those guys did, you know, faking that in the handoff. It looked like he's going to give it to that jet sweep. And uh, Easton Manor, he was right there, and, uh, and uh, brought him right down, no gain
1: for uh, Holdridge here. Again, he grabbed him by the shoulder pads mm-hmm. and just literally one hand I was like, you're sitting down.
2: Yep. it <laughs> will yep. be
1: third and 10. So from the 37, again, Holdridge, only one first down in the game so far. And Heinrichs is going to roll out to the right backside blitz he's running for his life trying to get that edge and he's going to slide down after he gets across the 40 yard line they're going to be a good four maybe five yards short we'll see how far they, they i when it is knee go down and they'll put him down at about the 42 so that'll be a gain of five it'll be fourth and five here for the dusters
2: yep they're looking over to see you know it's a nine fifty, and
1: you know it's I get, you're court, I get you down. Yeah, yep. I get your down. Yeah, you're down twenty-five. Right. Nothing.
2: Yep, that's what I think too, Randy. And stuff. Just so. How do
1: you want? How to conservative do want to do this? Right. Yep. To me, it's a little early, <clears throat> but I get it. So fourth and five from the forty-two. Yeah, when you really start Carney Catholic, yeah, you might as well try to hold on to the football a little bit longer. So Heinrichs will call it out. A little bit of a low snap. He's got time to throw. Now pressure's coming. And he'll throw the ball late over the middle, and it is incomplete. Yep. There was really nobody, nobody to throw that to, and so it'll fall incomplete. And it will be a turnover on downs, and the Stars, again, will have good field position.
2: Yep. You know, like you said, Randy, he, you know, we had, you know, had some receivers out here, but Carney Catholic did a great job of covering all those receivers, and uh, he had to just get rid of it there uh, uh, or take the sack out of the situation. He just threw it up there and... If Carney Catholic intercepts, oh well, that's okay, you know. So, but uh, as it fell incomplete, it'll be at the 42-yard line here for Carney Catholic.
1: Well, you know, when you score a touchdown, that's a first down. So yep. I have Carney Catholic with 12 first downs in the game, one for the Dusters, and that came on a penalty. Penalty. Yep. Stars will have it here, first and 10 from the 42. So they're already in positive field position here, and coming across the formation is going to be O'Brien. Mahoney's looking O'Brien's way he'll throw the ball in underneath and catching it in space here is McBride McBride makes one man miss at the 30 down the sideline picks up a block will spin forward and will be down inside the 10 down to about the 5. Yep had two guys going deep on the
2: route out of that and Max cut it off underneath out of there and uh, you know got the pass from Brett Mahoney and then picked up a block from Jaden Sire on that left side. And gets it all the way down here to about the five, six yard line for Carney Catholic.
1: Third catch of the year here for Max McBride. That by far his biggest, a gain of 37. Let Mandranak throw it again. He threw a ball blue well <laughs> earlier. First and goal from the six here for Carney Catholic. Already up 25 to nothing and here we go with the uh, handoff to greaser greaser low up. counter and he finds an open seam and he does not get touched until he's two yards deep in the end zone and that'll be a six yard run here for greaser for his third rushing touchdown of the game
7: yeah
2: just a deep handoff out of that uh situation and then he just cuts it back um going back basically back right over the center position out of that but uh You know, nice run by Ryder Greaser, nice blocking up front for Kearney Catholic.
1: So he had a one-yard touchdown. He had that 55-yarder. And now another one from six. And the Stars are now on top 31 to nothing with 8.42 to go here before halftime. The first half of the kicking process is good, and the back end of that process is good as well. Drilling it through the uprights is Max McBride. As soon as we stop bragging about him, he hits a couple of extra points. And Carney Catholic now on top, 32 to nothing, with 8.42 to go here before halftime. And we're back right after this.
0: O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home honoring lives, cherishing memories.
4: Five stations. Plum 30, k chance Hastings.
5: K-X-P-N. Carney. The Breeze, 94.5. Classic hits. Power 99. One team.
7: Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Preps.com. Preps. Powered by Plat River Radio.
5: Local sports. Your music.
1: And welcome back. Here is Carney Catholic in control of this win 32 to nothing. Thanks to another rushing touchdown here for Riley Greaser. That one was from six yards out
2: yep six yards out just right up the middle out of that and a uh, nice nice hole there by uh, the Carney Catholic offensive line
1: and this kick will be picked up at about the 25 yard line by one of the upbacks trying to find a little space on that left side is going to be Jeremiah Johnson and Johnson you know he wasn't designed to run the football but he's right. able to get it out to about the 35 so he does a little good of uh, good improv work there
2: He did you know kind of a high kick out of that. And, uh, you know, he did a good job of getting what he can out of there and getting a decent field
1: position here for for Holdridge. Who needs something positive to happen. Yes. Yep. Down 32 to nothing. And they're going to keep a running back to the left of Jackson Heinrichs. And Heinrichs will hand the ball off and trying to scoot back against the uh, grain there as he's just trying to find a hole to to run through, kind of read that. And he's going to end up gaining about three on a nice little cutback move. I'll make it four. Yep.
2: Yep, he did a good job going, going on that uh, jet sweep and then cutting it back through there and uh, you know getting about four yards out of the play here uh, for for Holdridge.
1: Well, he's carried the ball 53 times on the year. So a lot of times you see somebody run a jet sweep, and go, oh, that guy doesn't run the ball very often. Must, but, and yep. that guy runs the ball quite a bit. Yep. He is the uh, third leading rusher in terms of uh, attempts and yards on the season. And he'll come across in motion here again. This time, Heinrichs will let him get reset on that right side. He's looking to throw that direction, and the ball is going to be caught short of the first down. Good open space tackle there. But Trace Anderson is uh, only going to be about a yard short of the first down here. Yep,
2: and uh, I think it was Garrett Smother over on that side once he caught it. Yeah, Garrett was right there to make the tackle, but... Uh, you know, quick out on that side over there, and uh, it's going to be third down and one here for Holdridge, right about the 44-yard line.
1: Well, you got to think, if you went for it last right. time, this is yep. four-down territory here, even though you're at your own 44-yard line. They got to get just to the other side of the 45. Yeah, so under center here is going to be Heinrichs. Heinrichs will have an eye formation behind him. Marquette is going to be your fullback. And we'll see who gets the football. Looks like they gave it to him. No, the quarterback's going to keep it. Bouncing out to the outside is Heinrichs. He's going to have more than enough for the first down. Quite frankly, I I have a feeling that Marquette would have got it as well. But that one ends up being a gain of about four here for Heinrichs.
2: Just faking that to to Marquette. Like you said, Randy, it looked like he would have got that first down out of that situation too. And then he just booted it out to the outside. Uh, Heinrichs did and picked up the first down here for Holdridge.
1: So it'll be first and ten from the 48. Holdridge has not made it in to... Kearney Catholic territory, and then been able to snap a football. They got right. there earlier and then turned the ball over, about exactly where they're snapping the ball right now. And Heinrichs will call out the signals here. Looks over the field, trying to figure out where the best place this, place this. He drops the football on the snap, but he's able to run right up the mill, make a couple of guys miss, has enough for the first down, and he'll get out of bounds inside the 40-yard line. That's the second or third time we've seen tonight where a quarterbacks dropped the football and had a nice little gain as a result.
2: Yep. Just, you know, like you said, a little low snap, dropped the football out of that, uh, and then he just takes off. Heinrich did a good job of improvising what uh, he needed to do to get uh, the first down here for, for Holdridge.
1: Well, if you want to make the case that that kid's a pretty good athlete, that would yep. be Exhibit A. Yep. Exactly. As he kept his cool and then was able to just kind of go, okay, now what's in front of me? And uh, great read there as he's able to take the ball down to the 39-yard line. So another first down here for the Dusters. They've only had three in the game. Two of them are on this drive, so they'll have it first and 10 at the 39. And they're going to hand the ball off to Jansen, who was deep in the eye, and Jansen is going to get a couple of nice blocks in front of him. He'll take it out to about the 32-yard line, so that'll be a gain of seven.
2: Yep, just taking that ball right to that uh, left side of uh, Holdridge's line, and they did a good job of getting some people walled off there and a hard run by Jensen
1: and uh, picking up a good chunk
2: of yards there on first down for Holdridge.
1: And tip your hat here to the Dusters, down 32-0. They're not folding their tent here a little bit. They're doing a nice job of some pushback here as they have it now. After two straight first downs, they'll now have it second and three at the 31-yard line of Carney Catholic. Running back to the right of Heinrichs. Heinrichs will look to throw the football. Now he's going to tuck and go, and he'll go right up the middle, make a guy miss, and he'll take it inside the 25-yard line, down to about the 24, and that'll move the sticks yet again as that'll be a gain of, well, let's call it eight. Yep.
2: Just not, He wanted to go to the outside to his receiver uh, and didn't. Uh, he faked it, and he took off with the football and uh, uh, picks up another first down. Heinrichs uh, picking up the first down here for Holdridge.
1: You know, Heinrichs is so athletic that every run, every pass play is a run-pass option. Oh, yeah. It really definitely. is. Yep. Because if it doesn't happen, just tuck and go. Yep. And he's got the speed and the uh, great uh, moves to make something happen. And we're going to have a timeout taken here by Kearney Catholic. So timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Carney. 5.42 to go here in the second quarter. Carney Catholic on top, 32-0. But the Dusters are driving at the 23 when we return right after this. The internet streaming of all of our high school games on the Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance. And a real quick snap here as they come out of the timeout for Holdridge, and there's really no room to run there for Heinrichs. Reminder for you that Barney Insurance is in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. And uh, Don Lees, uh, they knew where Heinrichs was.
2: Yeah, that time they cued him pretty good there, Randy. He faked that uh, jet sweep, and then there was about four or five Carney uh, Catholic guys right there um, to, to make that tackle
1: well, I initially wrote my loss of one on the play, but that's overstating it. We'll just say no gain on the play here for the Dusters, and we'll call it now second and ten. It's about ten and a half, but yeah. we'll, we'll round down. <laughs> <Right. Yep. laughs> and this definitely four down territory. You're down 32 nothing. You went for it, you know, yeah. <laughs> on the other side of the 50. So this is definitely we got to go for it here. And we've got stoppage and a flag down. I'm not so sure Holdridge shouldn't take too much time.
2: Yep, I think so too, Randy.
1: That's exactly what the uh, back official is indicating. that will be a five-yard penalty here on the Dusters, who have played it pretty clean. There have not been very many flags.
2: Yep, both sides have played it real clean out of the, uh, so far, Randy. And like you said, it just took, you know, they they kind of got out of the huddle a little bit late. Heinrich kind of looked things over, and by that time uh, ran
1: out of time for Holdridge. So, 4.50 to go here before halftime. Stars on top, 32 to nothing. Odd score because we missed three extra points. One time they went for two. And it'll be now second and 15 here for the Dusters, who will have three wide receivers to the left, which is the wide side of the field. And they're going to bring a man in motion across there. That's going to be Hunter. Hunter goes back to that left side. Going to be a lead blocker here for Heinrichs, who tries to run right up the middle, and he's not going to gain very much at all. He'll gain maybe about one yard on the play, and the welcoming committee was started by Dylan Murs, and he had invited a lot of friends with him.
9: Yep,
2: yep, uh, he faked that handoff, and uh, Heinrich was going to go right up the middle out of that. Uh, Like you said, Dylan Murs was there. The linebackers were there. There's a lot of people that are waiting for him uh, to make that that play on there.
1: Back end of the football is now at the 30-yard line, so that'll be a loss. We'll call that a loss of one between those two plays. Plays, There's at least a loss (laughs) of one. (laughs) And it'll be third and 14 from the 28. And obviously the Dusters will play four downs here, but boy, you want to get a chunk of them here, at least half of them. Make it more manageable on fourth down. Three wide receivers left. Tight end on that right side. Heinrich's looking to throw. He'll run right up the middle, and uh, they... Kind of stayed in there and spied on him, and he will get past the line of scrimmage, so it won't be a sack, but uh, leading the way is going to be Gavin Drumheller, Mm -hmm. and there will be a gain of a couple on the play, but that's going to be about it. And part of the reason Drumheller was able to get him is that middle linebacker said, I'm going to stay here, so he was trying to do a little juke, and Drumheller came from the side.
2: Yep, and uh, they had a kind of little delayed blitz out of that. Aaron O'Brien came flying through there. Uh, to make uh, Heinrich kind of go up into the middle out of that. And they're going to try a field goal here is uh, Holdridge.
1: So Trace uh, Anderson, this will be their longest field goal of the year. They're going to kneel it down at the 35. So this is a 45-yard field goal attempt here for Anderson. High snap is going to throw off the timing a little bit. The kick is going to be well short into the end zone, and it is no good. And so the score remains here, 32 to nothing, as the 45-yard kick was probably seven, eight yards short. short. Yep. But, you know, and it's that yeah.
2: to the 20, right?
1: Yeah, fourth yep. and fourth and 14 isn't very likely either. Right. You got a chance to get a half a touchdown, and if nothing else, you, you move Carney Catholic back 15 yards. Right,
2: yep. Yep, so and this
1: will be the worst field position that Cardi is, Catholic's yeah. had yep. all night.
2: Yep, starting at the twenty yard line as this is their worst field position that they've had. Uh, you know, with by about uh, twenty yards. Yep, exactly. And that makes a big difference. It does. It does.
1: Time here for Cardi Catholic got two timeouts left, two forty-eight on the clock and a thirty-two to nothing lead. And Mahoney looking to throw. And he's got time to throw, and he'll make the connection on that left side, and they'll make a man miss. And down that far sideline, I believe, is Schmoderer. Yeah, yeah it is. Garrett, Garrett Schmoderer. Schmoderer. They're going to mark him down at about the 43-yard line. No, 42, so that'll be gained at 22.
2: Yep. Good job, you know, surveying things. The line did a good job of holding people out. Uh, holders dropped back and had things covered, and then uh, Garrett came open on the left side. Nice connection from, from Brett Mahoney to Garrett.
1: So that'll stop the clock as he got out of bounds with 2.40 to go. Another first down for Carney Catholic. Empty backfield. Mahoney throws left side. Schmoder with another catch. He'll bring the ball out to midfield. They're going to spot him down at the 40. So that'll be a gain of eight.
2: Yep, just a quick out on that left side out of that situation. Uh, You know, Schmoder set down. Uh, picks up the uh, you know football right there, you know,
1: good pass from Bohoney and gets it to midfield for uh, Carney Catholic. So back-to-back pass completions to Schmoderum. good for 30 yards, and it will set up now second and two from midfield. Stars already on top, 32 to nothing, and they'll have that diamond bunch formation on that right side and. Rolling out to that right side is going to be Greaser as they'll empty the backfield. Rolling out that way is Mahoney. Backside pressure coming. He'll throw it in underneath, and it's going to go through the hands of Jaden Sire. Sire wasn't going to gain a lot, but probably enough for the first down, and he'll make it third and two now. Just took his eye off of it. He turned to look to see where to go, and uh,
2: um, uh, just didn't uh, haul it in at that uh, situation. But, uh, you know, kudos to uh, you know, Holdridge, they had everybody deep covered out of that. That's where Brett wanted to
1: go first, was deep out of the route and uh, tried to hit Shires underneath. Split wide out to this right side is going to be McBride. He'll have man-to-man coverage over here by Trey Wolf. And Mahoney's looking that direction. He'll have a couple of guys in the slot. On this right wing as well, Greaser's behind him here on third and two. They're going to hand it off to Greaser. He's across midfield at the 45, the 40, running through a tackle. He'll drag the pile forward past the 35, down to the 34. A gain of 16, and that's just power football. Yep,
2: yep. just uh, a deep, kind of a deep handoff out of that. The lineman did a great job of opening up the hole, and uh, Riley Greaser ran the football right up to the uh, right up the middle uh, for Carney Catholic.
1: 99 seconds left here on Power 99. 32 to nothing is the lead here for Carnegie Catholic. They're looking to add on to it here as they've got it first and 10. Have a couple of timeouts left if they need it. They've got time to throw here with Mahoney. Mahoney now rolling out to his right. He's going to tuck and go. He's across the 30, down to about the 25. He'll be short of the first down marker, but that'll be a nice little gain of nine on the play. And they'll snap the ball with probably less than a minute to go here before halftime.
2: Yep, and he was trying to look out here on the right side to Aaron O'Brien out of the situation. Had, had nothing, scrambled around like you said, Randy, and uh, picks up
1: about eight yards on the play. Still
2: needs a yard and
1: a half for sure, maybe two. And Mahoney will snap it with 55 seconds to go. Gets it out here to Greaser. Greaser at the 20. Cuts back inside. Back to the right. He'll take it at the 10. He'll dive forward and he'll bring it inside the 5 down to about the 4-yard line. That'll be a gain of 21. And I'll tell you what, you want to set a screen, throw it to that guy.
2: Right, yeah. Good job, Riley Greaser just rolling out out to the south side. Max McBride did a good job of getting a block down there on that right side too for him. But gets it down here, first
1: and goal for Carney Catholic. First and goal from the four. Time not an issue at all. Greaser, handoff right up at the middle. He is into the end zone for a touchdown. Power football. And yep. another, the fourth of the uh, game here for Riley Greaser to go into the end zone. Yeah,
2: just power right up the middle out of that. Like you said, Randy, uh, you know, and the uh, line did a great job. He got hit right there, you know, but uh, leans over into the end zone for the touchdown for Carney Catholic.
1: So, I assume we'll have the traditional extra point here. Last time they scored, they did try, uh, well, the, two times ago, that's when they tried the two point conversion. Hoagland, Mahoney, and kicking is McBride. Good snap, good hold, kick there we go. through the, the uh, night sky, and it's now 39 to nothing. Carney Catholic has the lead after that nice little uh, touchdown by Riley Greaser. 36 seconds to go here before halftime. Stars in command here. 39 to nothing. We'll kick it off right after this.
3: Do you want a quality seed that has a focus on being local, building relationships that last, and has proven performance that's specific to where you farm? Choose Prairie Valley. With a focus on local research in eight regions throughout their footprint, Prairie Valley has the data to back up the performance of their locally specific hybrids and varieties. Specialized to achieve the highest quality and yield where you need it most no matter where you farm prairie valley has the seed for where you are to learn more or to find a local dealer visit prairievalleyseeds.com or contact an aurora co-op representative
8: don't forget
1: coming up here in about 36 seconds will be the ravenna sanitation halftime report stars in command here 39 to nothing as uh, they're uh, they're just rolling right now don Lees.
2: Yeah, they are. The line's doing a great job. Riley Grease is piling up the yards out of that. Uh, and then Brett Mahoney sprinkling around a lot of different receivers out there uh, for Carney Catholic. They're playing very good football offensively and defensively for Carney
1: Catholic. Well, in Class A, we've got a rematch of the state semifinals from a year ago, and Elkhorn South right now has the lead over Carney High, 7 to nothing at last report. And we'll try to check on those scores and a whole lot more for you here at halftime. McBride teeing it up here for the Stars more traditional, deeper kick, which will be picked up at about the 7-yard uh, line. And they're going to run right up the middle, have a little bit of a seam. Good job there, just kind of turning on the jets by Nicholas White, as the uh, freshman comes right up the middle. He just has a good sense of where there's he does. the path of least resistance.
2: Yep, he does a good job back there, you know, um, you know returning punts and kicks and stuff for... Uh, for Holdridge, he does, you know, takes it and sees what's out there and and gets what he can out of it. To, you know, getting the football up here to the 32 yard line for Holdridge.
1: Fearless as a freshman, I yep. just wonder if it's because he doesn't know better. Right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Sometimes that's old, the situation. Old guys like Maranchik and I, we know better.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, we were never. I I was never asked to run anything. <laughs> They're going to run that little jet sweep and trying to cut back against the grain. Here is going to be Jansen. Jansen yep. will go on that right Wait. side. He'll gain about three on the play and. Dusters have a couple of timeouts left if they want to get crazy here, but I think they're just going to say let's yep. let's uh, circle the wagons here at halftime. There'll be a gain of about four. They're huddling up. They are taking their time, and in fact, they may not even snap the ball again. In fact, that uh, yep. looks like they're yeah they're staying in that huddle. There's only five seconds left. So, Cartney Catholic is going to take a thirty-nine to nothing lead into the locker rooms here. And uh, so we'll have a running clock to start the second half, and the Dusters will have their hands on the football. And and Don, we've said it several times: most important drive of the game is the the first one of the second half. And well, Holdridge, yeah right now I don't know if you're thinking, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come back 39 down to an undefeated team and pull off the upset. But you want to at least get something positive going
2: here. Yeah, yeah you do. You know, and that, that's you know, they'll get the football here to to start the second half, and uh, you know you want to get some things, you know, and get things moving. Uh, you know, pick up a couple first downs. You know, try to get some things going for for Holdridge here in the second half. But uh, yeah, like you said, you know, down thirty-nine, nothing. They just gotta. You know, understand, you know, go out there and try to get things going and get things positive, uh, you know, what they can do, uh, you know, uh, at the second half against Carnegie Catholic.
1: Well, the Stars right now with a 39 to nothing lead. As we said, we're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here from Miles Field right after this.
19: This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need.
5: Now Amigos, we're selling Lime Crema Street Tacos. These street tacos come in three flavors, marinated chicken, black bean, or marinated steak. Served in soft, warm tortillas with cotilla cheese, pico de gallo, and homemade Lime Crema sauce. This new item can also be ordered as a street taco bowl with cilantro rice. Handmade, authentic, and
12: fresh Lime Crema Street Tacos at Amigos.
1: You are listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Let's check some scores for you here on Power 99, KKPR 98.9 FM in Kearney, Holdridge, Hastings, and in Grand Island, we'll begin with action in Class A. As we mentioned, last report, Elkhorn South with a 7-0 lead at Carney High. In uh, Class B, Grand Island Northwest leading Aurora 7-0 in the second quarter. In C1, Broken Bow and Kozad no score yet. Central City with a 12-0 lead over Fillmore Central. And at halftime, Shadron leads Gothenburg 7-3. Again, that's an intermission. And on K S radio, Adam Central leading St. Paul eight to nothing. And again, the Patriots Control their own destiny. If they win out, they win their district. Even though that uh, they, they've fallen out of the top ten, they still would be a, a tough out. And right now, the Patriots with an eight nothing lead over St. Paul over on KGS radio uh, in Class C two at halftime. Twin River and Grand Island Central Catholic. Well, the Crusaders with a forty nothing lead over Twin River. That game is at halftime. A lot of finals from uh, yesterday in eight man action. Burwell over Amherst twenty eight. To 15, The Broncos hung pretty tight with one of the better teams in the state. Highline right now with a 14-0 lead over Hitchcock County in the first quarter. Heartland is leading Ravenna 8-0, also in the first. Arcadia Loop City and Anselmo Mern are still looking for their first scores at last report. Southern Valley over Arapaho yesterday, 52-26. Uh, Dundee County Stratton with a 62-22 win over Cambridge. And in Class D2, Loomis rolled over Brady, 68-35. That was a final from yesterday. Yesterday. at halftime, Overton is leading Axel seven to six at the break. And on KLIQ, the breeze ninety four point five, Blue Hill is leading Giltner twenty six to twelve. Sandhill stedford over Pleasanton yesterday seventy two to eighteen. And in six man action, there at halftime, where Wilcox Hildreth is leading Harvard fifty three to nothing, and Sumner Eddyville Miller with a sixteen nothing lead over Southwest. That game is uh, in the first quarter. And don't forget that we'll have our Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill at the conclusion of our game here on Power 99. We're at halftime. It is 39 to nothing. Carney Catholic with the lead over the Dusters uh, as uh, they'll have that running clock to start that fourth quarter want we'll to remind you that you're a fat you're a little let me try that again if you are at another game we would love to get your score updates now you can call or text us at area code 308-646-0506 please not while you're driving area code 308-646-0506 we'd love to add it to our live football scoreboard at platriverpreps.com which is also a great way to follow the scoreboard that we have and all the action from around the area once again, here at Miles Field, 39 to nothing. Carney Catholic with a comfortable lead over the Holdridge Dusters. And we'll step away for a moment, give you some halftime, no, half-time stats right after this.
7: Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours.
5: for you.
4: Great food, cold drinks, and shots of adrenaline. It's more than a night out. It's pulse-pounding action. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey, all season long at the Viero Center. This is the best game in town. For tickets and schedule, visit stormhockey.com.
1: And welcome back as we continue our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. And uh, the statistics are going to show you the anatomy of a 39 to nothing halftime lead. Let's we'll begin with the and nothing part. Jackson Heinrichs has thrown the ball seven times. He's three out of seven in the air uh, for a total of 16 yards. Jaden Jansen caught two balls for 11, and Trace Anderson one catch for five yards. Heinrichs has carried the ball 10 times for 39 yards. Jaden Jansen, four carries for 20. And Mason Marquette has three carries for three yards. So 17 rushes for 62 yards. And again, 16 yards passing. So you're looking at 78 yards of total offense for Holdridge, who are still looking for their first points of the ball game. Meanwhile, Carney Catholic has uh, scored every time they've gotten their hands on the football. And uh, Mason Mandernak uh, threw a pass completion for 38 yards. Let's add that to Brett Mahoney who is thrown a 10 out of 14 for 157 yards here in the game. Murphy with a 17-yard touchdown catch. Schmoder caught a couple of balls for 30 yards. Uh, Aaron O'Brien has two catches for 21. Jaden Sire, one catch for 11. Riley Greaser, one catch from 38. That came from Mandernack. Max McBride reeled in a 37-yarder and also an 8-yard, uh, excuse me, a... Uh, a 17 yard reception here by uh, Brant Christner as well. So, again, Carney Catholic uh, throwing the football 157 yards. And actually, I forgot to add that. So, Carney Catholic is going to have 388 yards of total offense because right now, Riley Greaser has carried the ball 15 times for 186 yards. And Brett Mahoney has another uh, carry for seven yards. Plus, there was a five yard carry here by McBride. As well. So, Carney Catholic right at 400 yards of total offense at halftime and uh, 78 yards here for Holdridge in the first half. And boy, that shows yeah. up on the scoreboard, Don Lees, It's 39-0, Carney Catholic.
2: Yeah, it does. You know, and then we've mentioned it before, Randy. The line up front for Carney Catholic is opening the holes and, and uh, Riley's hitting them well. And then uh, he's making a couple of guys miss when he gets into the uh, linebackers and the secondary people. And, uh, you know, he's just running the football extremely hard. Uh, You know, good game planning uh, from Coach Harvey uh, with a lot of different little misdirections and sometimes just a power football going right up the middle out of that and letting those guys up front do the damage. and and Riley just followed them.
1: Yeah, and they've been doing a lot of damage. Again, yep. Greaser with a 55-yard touchdown run. He scored four touchdowns on the ground. Mahoney with a couple of uh, touchdown passes uh, here. So, yep. you know, there's there's six touchdowns on the board. And Carney Catholic with a 39 nothing lead here at halftime. And, and if their defense can do what they've been doing pretty much all night, you know, again, they might end up in a pretty good field position and an opportunity to even add on to it.
2: Yep, you know, that's exactly right, Randy. You know, they... You know, Carnegie Catholic started right off the bat, you know, wanting the football, and they got it. They went down and scored, uh, you know, here in the second half. Holders will have the football. But if they can, they can contain them and hold them right away you know they'll get'll the, get the football you know probably in decent field position but uh, you know if you're Holdridge you've got to come out here yep. in the second half and you just got to go after things you've got to do some things try to get some things you know confidence built up and, and then just, just go out there and do what you can uh, and see what you can get get done here and,
1: and you really want and slash need to do that on the very first drive right. because otherwise you're just going to run out of time because yep. we are going to have a running clock here to start the second half and if you get that. Time touchdown, then you can shut off that running clock, Uh, but if not, you know, you may run out of time before you really can get any positive momentum for the last game of the season.
2: Yep, that's exactly right, Randy. You know, if they they get a couple first downs and have to punt the football, and then all of a sudden, Carney Catholic gets a few first downs, all of a sudden, you know, half of this... uh, uh, third quarter is going to be over by the time they get the football the second time or something like that. It's going to be difficult to get any momentum and get anything going out of that.
1: Yeah, well, Carney Catholic right now in great shape. They're 7-0 on the season and they have a 39 nothing lead against the Holdridge Dusters. We'll continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report when we return to Miles Field right after this.
0: O'Brien Stratman Reddinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck we offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss help you discover ways to pay tribute and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Reddinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories.
4: Five stations foam
5: thirty k chance, yes, Hastings, KXPN, Carney, The Breeze 94.5, Classic Kids Power 99, One Team Platte River Preps, Platte River Preps PlatteRiverPreps.com, Flatriverpreps. powered by Platte River Radio, local sports, your music.
10: If you
17: thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com.
9: Auto Owners Insurance. The no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bram's will kill me. What's that girl? Call Kearney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney towing and repair.
3: Soil is a living organism that changes year to year, which means soil fertility can vary widely across the field. Don't let this be a limiting factor in reaching your high-yield goals. At Aurora Co-op, they know that grid soil sampling is the foundation to a solid fertility program. Program. Knowing what's going on is important because it helps you build the right plan to utilize your dollars wisely. Aurora Co-op's agronomic experts will help you build the right plan for your acres. To learn more, contact one of their agronomy team members today. Aurora Co-op, tougher together.
1: And welcome back here to Miles Field. Carney Catholic returning back on the field here with a 39 to nothing lead. We're still a few minutes away from that second half kickoff. And uh, Don Lees, we're just kind of talking up here in the press box. It's kind of fun to watch the uh, the field show here for the band because you had fo- four football players out there you know, pre- performing with the band as well, including one of the drum majors.
2: Yep, you know, it was nice to see that out there, you know, the coaches letting them do those types of things, getting them out there, uh, you know, getting out here to, uh, to do the band stuff. You know, Jake Holman doing the directing up there and uh, his brother out there on the field doing the marching and stuff. Uh, you know, it was nice to see that out here.
1: Yeah, really, and that, that's one of those things I love about the smaller classes. You got to share kids, right? Yeah. Even at Carney High across town, they got to share kids for for various things. But even more so in the smaller classes, just kind of neat to see that. Yep. I don't know how many times I've done a basketball game where you'll see the cheerleaders and somebody in a basketball uniform for the boys right. team and yep. one for the girls team be all part of the, oh, you yeah. know, doing the national anthem before the boys game it's just yep it is it's it just kind of neat to see that stuff and that's really what it's all about just getting a little taste of everything that the schools had to offer you right yep exactly right randy well uh, we'll see what things can happen here in the second half and again for holdridge you just kind of want to get a taste of that first half right out of your mouth you and do. for Courtney craft like my goodness they are they 're they're, they're really looking good right now this is they, they, are. They, they are operating at a high level.
2: They are you know last week and this week Randy you know we we mentioned it last week that was that was quite a display, uh, you know going up to Adam Central and playing like that. And they just brought it right here. We thought, you know, hey, this might be a trap game situation. Nope. Uh, and no way, you know, Carney Catholic just said, hey, here we are. We're doing our thing, and uh, we're going to stick with it. If, if if we need to pass, we'll do that. If we need to run, we'll do that. And they're just doing uh, what they need to uh, to continue to fine tune things for the playoff runs.
1: We are going to step away. This has been the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. It is a 39 to nothing lead here. For Kearney Catholic and the stars, will kick things off here to the Holdage Dusters when we return right after this.
9: About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber and Kearney proudly supports all area athletes.
5: Now with Amigos, we're selling Lime Crema Street Tacos. These street tacos come in three flavors: marinated chicken, black bean, or marinated steak, served in soft, warm tortillas with cotilla cheese, pico de gallo, and homemade lime crema sauce. This new item can also be ordered as a street taco bowl with cilantro rice. Handmade, authentic, and fresh. Lime crema street tacos. At amigos.
9: For over 60 years, RW Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. RW Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years, located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney. Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area
1: athletes. And welcome back here to Kearney Catholic. As the Stars team, this went up here with a 39 to nothing lead to the Holdridge Dusters, and it's going to be picked up near the uh, goal line here by uh, Nicholas Whities. Whities goes on that left side, just pretty much straight up the middle, and he'll bring it across the 30-yard line. Nothing nothing fancy, but he got yep. he got where the whole close. He got there quickly. Got as many yards as he could.
2: Exactly, and that's, and that's what he's been doing, Randy, is he does a good job of, you know, returning kickoffs. And, uh, well, he's had a lot of opportunities tonight, but he, <laughs> he does a good job of, you know, doing what he needs to do to get the football
1: up the, up the field for Holdridge. Yeah, and that's been the seventh uh, kickoff return here for the Dusters as Carney County scored three touchdowns in the first quarter, three touchdowns in the second. They scored every time they had their hands on the ball here yep. so far in the football game. And for the Dusters, they just want to shut off this running clock here. As It's 39-0 to get things started. And, again, they're going to run that little jet sweep out here for Jansen. And Jansen will cut back against the grain, and he'll be down at about the 32-yard line. And so that will be a gain of about five. Yep, just nice jet sweep action out of that, Randy. That
2: the... The first time they gave the ball off to Marquette going up the middle, you know, the first time they had the ball, and then this time they run that jet sweep action. That's kind of been one of the plays that they like to
1: go to, uh, is that jet sweep action. They didn't quite give him the uh, the 38, so we'll call that a gain of uh, just four, and out of that pistol formation is going to be Heinrichs. Heinrichs will have Jansen to his left, and they'll throw the ball on this left side. Actually, it's caught by Jansen. Jansen will Break one tackle and then a great open field tackle in space here by Jaden Sire. I misspoke as it was Jansen who was in the slot on this right side and he'll make the catch all the way out to about the 47 yard line.
2: That time you know Carson Murphy he kind of dove and lunged after the football. Thought he had a had a hand on it. Uh, you know, Jensen did a good job of getting the football and uh, taking it upfield and picking up a first down uh, for Holdridge here.
1: That's the third catch here for Jansen. That one is going to be good for 10 yards and the sixth first down of the game here for the Holdridge Dusters. I had Carney Catholic with 16 and just short of midfield. The Dusters have been able to move the ball a little bit. Coming across the uh, formation is going to be Hunter and they're going to get the ball off right up the middle and by the time they unstack everything here, will be a short little game for Marquette oh, yeah. as the fullback just gains about two on the play.
2: Yep, just taking it right up the middle out of that, uh, you know, going, uh, you know, kind of right towards the right side of, uh, you know, Holdridge's left side of Carney Catholic, and uh, picked up two out of the play. Um, but you know, <laughs> Heinrichs likes to do is you know fake that, get that, get that, uh, you know, linebacker sucked up in there,
1: and then boot that uh, situation there. Well, the Dusters have been in this neighborhood a couple of times. One time they turned it over. The other time they got it down pretty close, but uh, had to turn it over on downs. Heinrichs here will step up, yep. and he's going to get sacked. That hole closed on him quickly as Rogash closed in on him, and so did Aaron O'Brien. Yep. Or is that Kristner? Yep,
2: Aaron O'Brien, yeah, yep. out here on this yep. side. Yep, both of them, you know, blitzing out of that situation. Uh, you, you know, the line's done a great job up front, so. You know, they got to really contain them, and then those linebackers and cornerbacks can really fly in there. And that time, uh, Aaron O'Brien and, uh, and uh, Logan Rogrask uh, collapsed right on the quarterback at that play.
1: It is not easy to uh, close in quickly on yeah. Jackson Heinrichs before no. he uh, gets that motor going. Right. But they were able to do it that time. It'll be a loss of six, and it's going to set up now third and about 14 here for the Dusters. So split out a couple of guys on this right side. That'll be Bo Jensen. As well as uh, Jansen. And they're going to bring Jansen across on that jet sweep, and he's not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Redinger read that very well for Carnegie Catholic, and that's going to be a loss of another two.
2: Good job, uh, you uh, know, (laughs) those linebackers and cornerbackers getting up in there, uh, you know, to fill in on those situations. It's going to bring up fourth down here uh, for Holdridge
1: out of this. Well, Holdridge had only 62 yards rushing in the first half, and they went, uh, they're negative so far here in the second half, even though they got a first down. It's going to set up now fourth and about 17. And back deep for Carney Catholic will be Sire awaiting the pair of Anderson. Anderson a high kick. Sire is going to fair catch it. He drops it, and then he drops on it and covers up the football at about the 28-29. I'll call it 28. Yep. Just uh, you know, trying to get up there. You know, got a high punt out of that situation,
2: and uh, Jaden's getting up there to you know fair catch it. Uh, just bobbled a little bit, and then he just pounced right back on it uh, here at the 28-29 yard line for Carney Catholic.
1: So thirty-nine, nothing. That means this clock is running right now, even though we're exchanging possessions here, moving chains, and getting all set. And Mahoney's going to check the wristband to see what the coaches have in mind. I'm pretty sure they discussed this before they broke the locker room anyway. And they'll fake the handoff here. Mahoney is going to step up. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's got Sire open, and Sire had it and then dropped it. Had it momentarily, tried to regrip it, and when he did that, it was knocked out of his hands there by Zach Sunquist, and it's going to fall incomplete. Yep. Just going down,
2: uh, you know, right down the field. Out of you had, on the left side here, you had Max Bride going down the middle. Out of that situation, as Jaden Sire just took his eye off of it at the end there, and uh, you know had it, uh, you know, bobbled it, uh, he got hit, and then. Uh, Couldn't corral it there for uh, Carney Catholic.
1: Well, that's one of those that if uh, that ball is thrown a couple of yards deeper, probably would have been a little bit more comfortable for Sire to catch. But it falls incomplete here, second and ten. Mahoney, that's still a pretty good throw. That's a good long-distance throw, and he'll snap it on this right side. This time a little juke move there by uh, Schmaderer makes a guy miss, and he's going to be awfully close to the first down six. That was gonna be a gain, maybe a four, and then that little whoop got yep. him another six yards or so.
2: Yep, it did uh, you know, like you said on that outside he made a nice uh, you know, made a, a guy miss at uh at about four yards on the uh, catch and then the, uh, you know, so it's gonna bring up here third and short here. Nice run by uh, catch and run by uh Garrett
1: Schmodter. And he'll go out of bounds, but again that doesn't matter with right. that running clock right now. It'll be third and one here for the Stars, who have scored every time they've possessed the football. This is their first possession of the second half. Had some difficulty with uh, extra points and a handoff right up the middle and a huge hole for Greaser. He'll bust it out to about the 50 yard line and it'll be pulled down in Holdridge territory at about the 46. Oh, they're gonna, yeah, right at the 46 yard line. Yep. So that'll be a gain of 12 of 16.
2: Just a good hard run
1: by Riley Greaser. You
2: know, they kind of came out and threw the football. The first few- you know, a couple of times there, and then gave the ball to Riley right up the middle. Great job up front by the line for Carney Catholic. And
1: that'll put Greaser over 200 yards on the uh, evening. He's got 202 yards right now. Coming across the formation is going to be Schmaderer. He'll be uh, coming out in the flat as Mahoney's looking to throw. He'll get it out here to Schmaderer, and it's going to be incomplete. A little bit low. Schmoderer couldn't hold on to it. He was about three yards uh, behind the line of scrimmage, and Trace Anderson was coming with hostile intent. Yep. That might have been better to drop, to be honest with you. Right.
2: Yep. Uh, he tried to get it out here. He wanted to go deep out of that situation. He had Carson uh, Murphy going down the sideline. Good coverage by Holdridge out of that. So he just swung it out here to the outside to uh, Garrett Schmotter and uh, no, no gain or no, no catch on the play.
1: So Dylan Murs looks back around and uh, inquires about something. He's got his instructions here as the left tackle. There's going to be three guys split out wide to his left. All they are going to be eligible because the first two are in the backfield. And a bad snap. Rolling out here is going to be Mahoney. Mahoney will go on that right side, make a man miss, has a gain of about five. Now he slips past that, and he's going to be awfully close to the sticks. Again, we've seen several drop balls by a quarterback, and then they've been able to scramble pretty yeah. well, and Carney Catholic is able to make some uh, chicken salad here as they gain nine on the play, and it'll be third and one. Yeah, supposed
2: to go up the middle out of, out of that situation to Riley Greaser going up the middle, but uh, Mahoney dropped the football, and then they picked it up, and then he just scooted out to the outside and made one guy miss, like you said, picked up nine yards on the on the run.
1: So Mahoney... Best run of the night comes after he drops the football. It sets up now third and one as we've got three and a half minutes to go here with that running clock in the second quarter. Hand off to Greaser right up the middle. No, the quarterback's going to keep it, and uh, he's going to be near the 30-yard line. That's going to be more than enough for the first down. Yeah, they're going to mark that right at the 30, so that'll be another gain of seven. Good job
2: that time by Mahoney pulling that out because they collapsed hard on uh, Ryder Greaser, and he he booted it out to the outside, picked up the first down for Carney Catholic.
1: So the Stars with a couple more first downs here. I'm going to need to start into the line <laughs> for all my first downs. They have looked good on both ends of the football here, offensively, defensively. Kicking game and then a little something else. Yeah. (laughs) We wouldn't have jinxed him. Yeah. (laughs) We take full credit (laughs) and responsibility for that. Mahoney's going to roll to his right. A little bit of pressure coming. Throws it. And a nice catch in space there. Aaron O'Brien. Good lob. Yeah. Good touch on that by Mahoney. And then jumping into that open area to pull it down is going to be O'Brien. And O'Brien is going to get it all the way to the 20. Yeah, is it second down in inches, or is it first and ten? It's first and ten.
2: First and ten, yep. So, good, like you said, good job by Mahoney, just kind of lofting that up and over a person and uh, um, getting the catch out of that situation, uh, bringing up first down here for Carney Catholic at
1: the 20. So Greaser will be to the right of Mahoney, man in motion. That's going to be Schmoderer. He'll end up being on that left side. Mahoney looking to the left. Time to throw. Throws it over the middle. Pass is going to be complete to Mandernak. Mandernak down to the six. That'll be another first down here for Carney Catholic. Gain of 14. Yep, just,
2: uh,
1: you know, Mandernak came clear from his
2: right side, crossed the field out of that. Uh, you know, good job by the line. Mahoney had a lot of time to throw the football out of that one. Uh, he could have hit uh, Riley Greaser on a wheel route on that situation too, and, and he came across the middle and hit uh, Mandernak.
1: So less than 99 seconds to go here in the third quarter here on Power 99. Scarney Catholic will take their time, milk a little bit of clock here. This is their first possession of the second half, but with that running clock, that really shortens things down here. Mahoney will lob the ball into the end zone on that back pylon. It's caught, but is he inbounds? I see no indication. It's uh, incomplete, and then I think there's a flag down. Flag, I think he threw the flag, yep. I think may, that could Excuse be... Me. That could be either way, honestly. Right. There's a little bit of hand fighting out there. This could be on Carnegie Catholic. That's going to be on, Pass it's going to be on Holdridge. Pass and Holdridge has not been called for very many uh-huh. penalties at all. Nope. So this will be half the distance to the goal. That'll move that them down to the three-yard line. This isn't like the pros or college where if it happens or in the end zone, goal. you put it at the one. one. It's, one. Yep. it's from the, the line of scrimmage. And so from here it'll be half the distance. So the Stars will have a do-over here. First and goal from the three. I am predicting number 15 is going to touch the football here in just a moment. Mahoney will bring McBride in motion. Hand off to Greaser. Greaser right up the middle, follows his blockers and into the end zone. Grant Drumheller opened up a big hole there and walking right through it is Riley Greaser for a three-yard touchdown. Again, he's got over 200 yards and five touchdowns on the night.
2: Yeah, like you said, Grant did a good job of peeling his, or sealing his guy down, and uh, Riley was able to run right off uh, him and into the end zone for the touchdown for Carney Catholic
1: here. So his fifth of the night. That one comes from three yards out. Uh, and now we're gonna. Well, I'm certainly not gonna jinx Solomon Weens here, the freshman at five six. He's tried some extra points earlier this year. And the kick is up, and it good. is good. He drained it pretty good. And they're, they're pretty happy for the freshman. Yep. At a boy, at a boy. We need somebody next year, right? Exactly. There's right. kind of a tradition of kickers around here, and looks like Solomon might be the next uh, next one in line. Yep. It's 46 to nothing with 47 seconds to go here in the third quarter stars in command over holdridge back after this
0: this broadcast is made possible by terry and jason stark your hogemeyer independent representatives hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products service and performance (laughs) while winning isn't everything at the high school level it sure makes things a lot more interesting to put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064.
19: This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at b and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. b b Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say that's where we always go.
1: Well, Carnegie Catholic has uh, scored every time that they've uh, had their hands on the football. They now lead at forty-six to nothing, running clock. Not much time left here in the third quarter, and kickoff is going to be picked up by one of the upbacks. And coming up here is going to be uh, Nicholas Jeremiah Johnson. And Johnson will be brought down at about the 25-yard line. And one of the special teams guys from Carney Catholic. A little groggy.
2: Yeah. And Weems got to kick off that time, too, for Carney Catholic. So one of
1: the first persons to
2: meet him on the sideline is with Max McBride congratulating him and stuff on that extra point, too. So it's nice to see that out
1: of that. Kickers time. need love, too. That's right. <laughs> yep. Ball be spotted right at the 30-yard line. They'll get it ready to play. They'll start that clock, and we already have only about five seconds left here before we end the third quarter. Stepping up here is going to be Heinrichs, and I don't know if he's going to get the snap off. Now he puts his hands on his hips, and that's going to end the third quarter. With that running clock, things move pretty quick, and the Stars with a 46-0 lead here over the Holdridge Dusters. We return right after this.
0: experience matters to us specializing in you
1: well over on khes radio right now adam central is leading st paul 16 to nothing and across town elkhorn south leading carney high 21 to nothing heinrich's looking to throw the football and he's going to throw a screen on this left side Passes going to be complete and trying to find some place to go is going to be kenneth Kerwin, and Kerwin. Runs are a long distance yep. and is going to gain about four yards. Yep. <laughs> he wanted to go deep out of this. Uh, you know, Carney Catholic did a good job of rolling back
2: there and covering in the deep areas. Uh, so he hit the guy coming across the middle out of the situation and, uh, you know, picks up about four or five yards on the play. But uh, he ran a long ways, like you said, uh, to pick up the uh, four yards out of the play.
1: Well, Kerwin has nine catches coming in for 119 yards and a couple of touchdowns. So he's used to getting a little bit further downfield than the four yards he got there. He'll be second, and we'll call it six here from the 35-yard line. We're early in the fourth quarter. Timing was off, but Jansen gets the handoff on that jet sweep, and he'll slow down, try to cut back against the grain, and he'll be stopped at about the 42-yard line. So that will gain him about... Three, and they're going to need about two more.
2: Yeah, Jensen go, you know, goes to that right side out of that kind of cut back after you know got the jet sweep out of that, uh, picked up about three yards on the play for uh, Holdridge here.
1: So third and three. We'll see what they can do. Is they got to get out to about the forty yard line here? They're on the forty-three. And a bad snap. Heinrich's trying to find it, and he'll get sacked. That time it didn't work out as a couple of times they've dropped the ball. But this time, Kate Ullman was able to come through and uh, sack him for a nice loss on the play. And it's going to be fourth and about ten.
2: You know, we've mentioned it a couple of times, you know, when the quarterbacks have dropped the ball, they've been able to make something out of the play. But uh, Kate Ullman had, got in there uh, for Carney Catholic and made sure that
1: uh, Heinrichs wasn't going to go anywhere. Isaiah Gaunt, the sophomore, will be back deep here awaiting the punt from Trace Anderson. And a late substitution as they uh, have to bring one more guy on here for the Dusters. I think they're all set and ready to go here as we're inside at 10 minutes to go in the football game. And a high kick, and Gaunt has to retreat, and he'll catch the ball over his shoulder at about the 30. He'll do a couple of uh, jukes and be brought down at about the 33-yard line. He, he did well just to make the catch there yep, because did. that was a booming kick by
2: Anderson. Yeah, he did a good job uh, you know, getting back there to make that catch, like you said, Randy, and... Uh, you know, getting what he could out of it because there's a lot of uh, uh, Holdridge people right there to, you know, meet him at the point of attack. He got about three or four yards on the return, though.
1: Well, we're going to see some new personnel out there, including Carson Murphy at quarterback. Murphy is uh, one out of three throwing the football on the season for 25 yards. And so the uh, five-nine sophomore... Air Penner to uh, quarterbacking next year here at Carney Catholic. Yep. Ty
2: Redinger, I think, is the uh, running back.
1: Yeah, And uh, moving into the slot on this right side is going to be Hayden Crow. So here is Murphy. Murphy will just hand the ball right up the middle, and not much gain there at all for Carney Catholic. No.
2: Nope. Try to take that to that left side. Out of that, uh, there wasn't a whole lot to, you know, do. Uh, Tyson Tyson Redinger, uh, you know, got the handoff on that play and. Um, not not
1: much there. Redinger on the season averages about uh, three yards a carry. He's about three yards short of that on that carry, and it'll be second and ten. And you know Redinger has uh, filled in admirably from time to time he when has. Greaser's been a little tired in varsity action and. He'll get plenty of opportunities here in the final eight and a half minutes as looking to throw the football here is going to be Murphy. Murphy, pressure coming. He's scrambling. Now he's going to step up, make a couple of guys miss. Tried to run through a tackle at about the 32-yard line. Couldn't quite uh, slip out of there. And so he's going to be a very short gain here for Carney Catholic, and the Stars are going to call a timeout. 8.15 to go here. In the football game, the Stars on top, 46 to nothing. They want to talk about what they want to do here with the JV guys when we return right after this. At
15: Freezing Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Freeze Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I 80 in Aurora, or anytime at FreezeandFord.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman,
12: Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game, from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle.
1: Well, we want to say thanks to Athletic Director Rick Petrie and uh, Matt Rogers for their hospitality here, and uh, Don for the uh, chips and (laughs) salsa. Dwayne for for the the chili. chili (laughs) Pass on this left side to Carson Murphy He's going to unload it, and there's going to be a short gain on the play. Good read there by uh, the uh, Dusters as they got it out here to Landon Ideal, and Ideal only gains about one yard on the play.
2: Tried to get that out there too. There, you know, to Landon and uh, uh, get a little bit of a wide receiver screen out of that. Uh, Holder did a good job with her. Cornerback's coming up there and making that tackle, so it'll bring up fourth down here for Carney Catholic.
1: Yeah, nice little read there, and uh, I think that might have been Trey Wolf that made the tackle over there for the Dusters. In any event, it's going to be fourth and about eight, and uh, back deep as the uh, punt returner. I believe that's uh, Hanson, number two, and not number 20. Yeah, there's only one digit there. So it'll be Hanson awaiting the punt. A little bit of a high snap. And rolling out to put the football is going to be Drumheller. Drumheller, a nice kick as it will go across the 45 yard line. Not much roll, but line. he's able to be down at about the 45 yard line. And I just think it's great seeing the number 70, 70 rolling with the football.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going out there, rolling <laughs> out there on that side. Yeah, but, uh, he did that little uh, kicking. Uh, you know, Grant did a good job getting it down here to the 45 yard line. So the holders will take over here. Uh, uh at the 45 with the running clock seven minutes to go here in the gate as a as a recovering offensive
1: lineman you give me a number <laughs> you like seven you're rolling with a football that's that's that's, a, that's an image <laughs> i'm going to take home with me inside of seven minutes yep. to go here fourth quarter and this one has been uh dominant for carney catholic that is their first punt of the night first time that they haven't scored something and under center here for the football. Dusters is going to be Jansen and Bo Jansen with the handoff. It's fumbled, and Carney Catholic says they have it. And yep. Carney Catholic comes out of there applauding, and we'll see who comes up with the football. Brant Christner. Brant Christner yep. has it at the 49-yard line. So that's only the second turnover of the game here for Holdridge.
2: Yep. Uh, just tried to get that football. He got hit just as he got to, uh, to the line of scrimmage right on the elbow there, and it popped it loose, and... Uh, Grant Christner was able to get, uh, Brant was able to get uh, on the
1: football. So the the clock starts the move here again. They do stop it ever so briefly at the the, uh, change of uh, uh, possession. But the officials try to get it started as quick as they can during these circumstances. So calling out the snap here is going to be Murphy. Murphy's going to keep it. And Murphy is going to be form tackled as they drive him back. That's... Good work there by Jaden Jansen as Jansen makes a good form tackle, and it's going to be a loss of a couple here for Murphy.
2: And it looked like he was going to have something, and Jansen did a good job of coming up there and making that open field tackle on on Carson Murphy. Yeah, he closed
1: the hole right now. Yeah, I mean, he, he closed it right away. Yep. So it'll be second and 12, 544 to go here in the football game with that running clock. 46-0 46-0 lead here for the Stars. We'll check some more scores for you and a lot more coming up in a little bit. Murphy's going to throw the ball here on the left side, and it's uh, going to be complete out there to Gabe Pearson. Pearson. Yep. And Pearson will bring it across midfield, and will be knocked out of bounds at about the 45, so that'll be a gain of uh, about seven on the play.
2: Yep, just, uh, you know, that left side over there, you know, Gabe ran a little bit of an out route. Uh he, Good good throw by Carson to uh, get it to Gabe on that Gabe Pearson on that left side for Carney Catholic
1: so we 'll set up now third and six and looking for it is Murphy Murphy going to roll to his right has time to throw we 'll throw it in underneath and it 's going to be a little bit too low for Pearson to hold that time that would have been close to. Uh, first down, down each, but uh, knocking it there is going to be uh, Keegan Steinke, the uh, freshman here for the Dusters. who was right where he should, should be, be and knocked yep. the ball
2: loose. Yep, trying to roll out here. You had the, the Nick and Jake Holman out here on this outside too. You're only just doing a little hook route, uh, and uh, you know uh, Carson Murphy's supposed to pick one of those guys or Gabe Pearson out and uh, just kind of throw a little bit
1: low on that, and it'll bring up fourth
2: down here for Carney
1: Catholic. So fourth down situation again, and Grant Drumheller, 5'10", 185-pound <laughs> junior will be the punter here for Carney Catholic. Saw him warming up before the game, and he's got good form. He does. Good snap, and this time a more traditional kick, and it goes straight up in the air. Oh, and it awesome. hits one of the Duster players. It's bouncing forward. It's inside the five-yard line. It is loose, and we'll see who comes up with it. Carney Catholic's got some bodies down there. And it's going to be Holdridge. Holdridge They're, fine. They're able to come up with it and avoid more disaster. <laughs> I think it was Jaden Jansen who came up with it. Yep, the I ball so. hit. One of the the, the the blockers for Holdridge went off his helmet and took a very took, friendly yeah. Carney-Catholic
2: bounce. It did it bounce right towards the end zone there, uh, towards Carney-Catholic's oh, side. And... Awesome. Uh, Jensen was
1: able to get down there and get on uh, on the football for, for Holdridge here. And my understanding is that if that had gone in the end zone instead of being at the six, that'd been a safety, right? Yeah, because yeah. it was touched in the field, the field of play. The play. Yep. It yeah. ain't been. It didn't. So it's not. And it's three twenty-six to go here in the football game. And again, under center here is going to be Jensen. Jensen. They have some malfeasance or a timeout. Yeah, it will be a little timeout here by the Dusters. Dusters call timeout with 319 to go here. They're down 46 to nothing. They're trying to make sure they protect the football at their own six-yard line. We return to Miles Field right after this.
5: Five stations. Plum thirty K Chance KS Hastings. KXPN Carney. The breeze ninety-four-five classic hits. Power ninety-nine. One team. Platte River Preps. Plat River Preps. Plattriver dot com.
4: Powered by Plat River Radio. Local sports. Your music.
0: O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories
14: Online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC.
1: Bo Jensen with the carry here for the Dusters from his own six-yard line, and uh, well, didn't get much there at all. Basically, what was a quarterback sneak? Yeah, yep, just going right up the middle out of that. Uh, you
2: know, Carney Catholic little linebackers, and them did just did a good job of collapsing right in there on the
1: on the play there. So it'll be second and ten from the six here for the Dusters, and Bo again will be right in the under center, and he'll hand the ball off to his uh, fullback and fighting for extra yards. The ball came out late, but they're going to say that the running back was already down. So Hayden Holt will run back to the uh, to the huddle here <laughs> after gaining just a couple of yards. Yep, actually it's closer to five. Cool. About four,
2: four or five people go on. Four or five people come off for both sides and stuff. Uh, but like you said, nice run by uh, you know Holt. Holdridge there, uh, going right up the middle out of
1: that. Uh, so bring
2: bring up down third down and manageable here for for Holdridge.
1: So Hayden Holt with a gain, we'll call it six. More they uh, more I mm-hmm. look at it. So it'll be third and about four, <laughs> and then another handoff right up the middle. I think it's Kerwin. Who has been, appears to be close to the first down. He's gonna be a little bit short. Melons Holt again, and that time he gains about three, so it's gonna be fourth and one. Holt, and with won. a minute Over. forty to go here, now ninety-nine seconds to go. Yep, just fourth uh, and one uh, from your own sixteen. 16th. You're not punting. Right. You know, and again with a running clock, Carney Kavig would not have that much time. Mm-hmm. You want to get your JB offense as much time as your J B defense. And so they'll hand off again right up the middle, and they bust through there. Holt will break a tackle, and he'll take it all the way out to about the 30-yard line, out to about the 31. That'll be a nice little gain of 15 here for Hayden Holt.
2: Yep, just taking that right to the left side out of that. Uh, and uh, you got a, the uh, the deep, or the offensive line did a great job of getting on the linebackers out of that, and before anybody touched him, uh, it was a safety guy that came up there for uh, Carney Catholic to make the tackle.
1: Well, now, uh, with the ball at the 30-yard line, you know, the, the, the varsity guys are trying to yell to the J.B. guys, is like, you got to protect our, our shutout here. Right. 46 <laughs> nothing our score. Now with 46 seconds to go. And, again, they'll be hit in the backfield. And good penetration there by Carney Catholic as they eventually get the ball to Holt. But Tyler Hendrickson was able to blow that one up. Yep. Yep.
2: Tyler did a good job of getting inside there and... Uh, uh, Garrett O'Hare was right there, too, to make the tackle, and make it d- difficult for him to uh, move the football on that play.
1: So second down here for Holdridge. Loss of two, and this, uh, without a timeout, will probably be the last play of the game. And now out of that pistol formation for the first time with Bo Jensen comes Holdridge, and they snap a little bit high to him. He'll pass it to this right side. It falls incomplete. And unless somebody calls a timeout, that's going to be the final play. Of the game, and there it is. Carney Catholic wins this one by a final of uh, 46 to nothing, as they were able to uh, score on their first seven possessions. No, excuse me, eight possessions of the game, and uh, win this one pretty comfortably.
2: Yeah, they did. You know, and, and, and it was a, a a complete game by Carney Catholic, offensively, defensively. Um, you know, the the kicking game was. You know, we jinxed at the you know for the for the extra points and stuff, but. Overall, Carney Catholic played a, a, a really good football game like you said scoring you know on their first eight possessions of the of the, that they actually had the football. seven I, I seven. said that wrong first seven possessions of the that they had the football and uh, looking very very good at, at doing that uh, running the football um, Aaron Aaron uh, 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 Riley greasers uh, you know going to ha- have over 200 yards rushing here tonight uh, for Carney Catholic, uh, you know that, that, that that's a credit to him, but also a credit to the lineman up front. Uh, you know, getting the hats on everybody and making the blocks that they need to do, and uh, you know, doing a good job up front for Carney uh, Catholic, and that's exactly what what took place here. And then Brett, you know, sp- scattered the ball around. He didn't you know pick one guy out. He he passed it to a lot of different receivers and. Uh, you know, that were open on the plays. And, uh, you know, he had to make sometimes every once in a while scramble and do some things. But uh, overall, you know, uh, Brett had a good game also uh, tonight. Uh, and uh, the line, you, your hat's off goes to the line, uh, the defensive line, the offensive line uh, for Carney Catholic. Uh, you know, did a very good job of controlling the football here tonight.
1: Well, they had over right at 400 yards of offense in the first half. That running clock is going to keep numbers from being uh, very high here. But Carnegie Catholic, uh, as we total things up, will be right at 500 yards of offense on the night, and they win this one by a final of 46 to nothing here over the Holdridge Dusters. We're going to step away for a moment. And uh, when we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery post game show coming up right after the. Have you ever
9: seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value long. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Rail Run On First on the bricks. Downtown Kearney for a free estimate.
18: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center excellence in rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
16: Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs.
18: One play can change momentum in a game, and one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see me, McKinsey, or Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent. We can help bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most.
16: Call me,
5: Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau Agent, or McKinsey at 308 308-
4: Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit stormhockey.com.
1: Well, Carney Catholic rolls in this when you're listening to the new West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney Catholic uh, scored uh, on, uh, what do we decide here? Their first seven possessions yeah, of the seven. game. Uh, they scored two minutes in. Riley Greaser, a one-yard touchdown run. The first of five rushing touchdowns. After a turnover, Carney Catholic got the ball back midfield. Mahoney hit Aaron O'Brien on a six-yard touchdown. The first two extra points were no good. Greaser then scored with 2.09 to go on a 55-yard touchdown run, his second TD of the night. And so we end one quarter 19 to nothing. Then Carney Catholic added on three more touchdowns in that second quarter. Mahoney hit Carson Murphy on a 17-yard pass. Great little scramble there by Mahoney to unload it to Murphy. And the extra point, no good, as they tried the two-pointer, and it was 25 nothing. And then Greaser with 8.42 to go before halftime. Goes in from six yards out. Right before the half, he goes in from four yards out. It's thirty-nine to nothing at the break, and then their first possession of the second half. They march right down the field, and again, Greaser, his fifth touchdown of the night, comes from three yards out. And Carney Catholic uh, led at that point, forty-six to nothing, and that is our final score in this one as the uh, stars uh, are able to get. I'm still totaling everything up here. They had 231 yards rushing. They had another 228 yards passing. So, 449 yards of total offense here in the game. Our scoring wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Carney, And we'll break through some more uh, numbers for you here in a little bit. But first, we're going to talk to a very happy, and rightly so, head coach, Rashawn Harvey. You guys look really good tonight, my friend.
8: Yeah, we came out, and, uh, you know, it's like a repeat of last week. We came out strong offensively. They they chose to give us the ball first, and, you know, we executed well on every possession we had in the first half. I don't believe we punted no. at all in the first half, scored on every possession. And uh, defensively, lights out also. We want to contain uh, number one, Henrik's or Heinrich. Henrich, sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but we did a great job containing him most of the night. You know, he did get loose a little later later on. Obviously, didn't score, but did a great job with that tonight so we're we're proud of our effort and our young men just wanted to come out and execute well tonight and they did well you, you're right you could see that heinrichs had uh, a lot of athleticism out yeah. there there's
1: a few times they really scrambled but he never really got that big right. play on you and they never they, they had one drive where they had a couple of first downs but they never were able to build any offensive momentum
8: no and that was the game plan just keep them bottled in keep them boxed in uh, we kind of thought we could recognize when they went in motion if there was a run or pass, and our young men did a great job of that. And we tackled well most of the game, especially on on him. So that's what we were truly concerned about. So we, we they really didn't establish either a strong run game or or, or air air attack on us. So. No defense, defensively, you no great execution tonight for us. Well, and, and there's so many positives. I mean, we
1: can keep talking about this uh,
8: defense that pitched another shutout
1: tonight. Mm-hmm. But, but, boy, both the air and the ground attack mm-hmm. look good. You know, uh, let's start with uh, the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. Riley Greaser finished uh, 205, rush, 205 yards rushing, according to my numbers, and five touchdowns. That's one of the better uh, rushing attacks,
8: better rushing nights that mm-hmm. the Stars have had here in quite some time. Yeah, we wanted to establish a run game. You know, that's our our game plan each and every week. And the O line, you know, they had a set of plays that they wanted to run. And we got to the point the O line would say, "Hey, let's run this run." This. And I, I trust our O line and our whole staff trusts trust them. And obviously, there's great uh, chemistry with the O line and, and and Riley and. You know, Brett also, uh, when he's running the ball. So, again, another great job of guys up front opening holes and Riley doing a great job reading the holes tonight. Yeah, and uh, that worked out really well. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought Brett scrambled the ball
1: a couple mm-hmm. of times. There was a ball that was on the ground. He was able to scramble right. and get nearly a first down. And he scrambled out a few times, was able to bite a little bit of time and throw right. the ball deep. He ended up being 13 of 19 for mm-hmm. 190 yards, uh, a couple of touchdowns and no picks.
8: Yeah. Hey, when you got no picks, that's a great night <laughs> as a quarterback. And, again, I mean, he, he's being efficient each and every week. You know, we're not, you know, obviously you look at our stats, we're not throwing the ball 30, 40 times a game. But when we do throw the ball, you know, Brett is being efficient in the pass game. Uh, he's reading the defense as well. You know, we do a lot of play action off of it. We'll pull it and throw it outside. Uh, we even got vertical tonight. If you, We dropped one that probably should have touched, been a touchdown tonight. Uh, but, you know, he's doing a great job just just reading defenses and taking what's given to us.
1: And uh, yeah, as a couple of offensive linemen mm-hmm. talking to each other
8: here, your line is taking yeah. care of business really on both sides of the ball. Yeah, those, those young men, are, they're motivated. Uh, they've got some things they want to, you know, uh, change from what happened last year, and they're motivated to do it. they practice well. They have great communication. And our whole line is kind of leaders of the team. You know, they, they hold everybody accountable. On this team, you know, when the practice isn't going well, we didn't have very good practice Wednesday it wasn't going well. And the old, several old linemen that our unit leaders stepped up and then, you know, changed the, the direction of practice. You know, so they they have great leadership on the offensive side, defensive side and, and over, overall the entire team. So here you go. You're eight and zero, Kozad right now. at Last report up in Broken Bow. They
1: have a six nothing. Ooh, a Broken Bow. I'm sorry, has scored a couple times here in the fourth. Broken Bow right now is up twelve to six. So yeah, again, whatever happens there, Kozad's your opponent next week, and that's yep. that's been a traditional, yep. you know, smash mouth kind of punch in the mouth kind of a football team. But this squad seems to
8: be a, a team that really kind of looks forward to games like that. Oh yeah, we're we're, we're... We're changing the in the culture in the sense of, you know, how we wanna look at Smash Mouth football. We we enjoy it now around here and our young men show it each and every week. So we know we're gonna get go over there and it's gonna be a tough football game. You know, Kozak and Carney Catholic get together. It's gonna be a good football game and they're gonna come out and give it their all. You know, you know, whatever happens for them tonight, they gotta look at beating the stars, they're having a chance probably getting to the playoffs. So we know we're gonna get any and everything from them uh next week and you know, it's so always get to go over there and play uh, against all our, our alum, uh, David Squire, So that should be a good time catching up with him. And uh, you know, we got a good relationship w- with their staff too. So uh, we're excited to go out and play Cozad next week and again show what we can do. And uh, it's possible you guys could have the district title wrapped mm-hmm. up. You you've got
1: a wild card spot yeah. wrapped up yeah. as it stands right now. How important is nine and zero versus eight and
8: one? Seating <laughs> when it comes that we know we'll get right now we'll get in, uh, but we want to go in. On a on a high, we don't want to go in on a low. Okay, we want to go in with confidence. We don't have any. We don't go in with any doubt in our minds. So, yeah, I think it's critical that we go in nine and zero, and go on a, on a high. Have great confidence, and whoever we play, that's who we get. Obviously, and we, we right now if we take care of business uh, next week, looks like we'll host a home game, and um, you know we could fall anywhere between a uh, two and a four seed. If we take care of business, but now we go out and lay an egg next week then you know i think we would still be in the in the in the range of hosting but we would rather be between a 2 and a 2 and a 4 rather than a, than a 6 and a 7 you mentioned uh, wanting to into the playoffs mm-hmm. on a high mm-hmm. is this team is this team right now playing its best football in the last couple of years um i think so you know after you know having having a couple close crucial uh tight physical football games i think helped this team long term to get to where we are today uh, we're executing probably compared to last year. We know we're executing a little better. You know, we've got a little different chemistry on this team, and it, it's got something special going. Yeah, I agree, Rashawn. Congratulations. Right. Nice Thank win. you. We appreciate y'all coming to
1: Alright, we're Sean Harvey, head football coach here at Carney Catholic. Stars went at 46 to nothing over Holdridge. We're going to step away for a moment and we'll give you some stats and wrap this one up with uh, Don and I when we return right after this.
5: The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000 square foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more. You can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464.
9: for you.
10: we're continuing with our
1: new west sports mass and North Beak surgery postgame show certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care no referral necessary no matter the activity new west is here to get you back to it schedule your appointment today don't forget coming up in a little bit we'll have the friday night scoreboard show brought to you by ruts heating and air and rivals bar and grill and uh Don Lee, when, when we get to that show, boy, this is going to be one of those uh, highlight moments here. Is Carney Catholic forty six nothing over Holdridge, and not only do they win, but they're they're rolling right they
2: now. Are. You know these last two games, Randy, they just have put in, put it put it together. I mean, it's 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 you know up front, uh, you know controlling the line of scrimmage, uh, offensively and defensively. Um, you know they're playing the best football that Carney Catholics played. Um, you know especially this year. Uh, you know, and, and, and man, they, they, they just got things rolling right now.
1: Well, they were a state semifinalists a year ago, yep. and I think they're playing better ball now than they did at any point last yeah,
2: year. Yeah, I think so too, Randy. The, uh, the line up front is just, just doing a great job for them. You know, they, when you have the line, you can do a lot of things and stuff. And, and right now, they're they're playing well.
1: Well, looking around right now a little bit around Class C1, and we'll get the stats here from the uh, Carney Catholic game. But uh, in Broken Bow, the Indians now have a 12-6 lead over Kozad. That game's in the fourth quarter. Uh, Central City. No problem with Fillmore Central there in the fourth. And uh, Gothenburg lost to Shadron 21 to nothing. over on KHES Radio. A nice bounce-back game here for Adams Central. They're up 16 nothing over St. Paul, so it looks like they will make the playoffs as a district champion. And Minden over Wood River Shelton to 8 uh, That game is now in the third quarter. Again, with that running clock, we're ahead of a, a lot of schools around right. here. Um, elsewhere, St. Cecilia with a nice 21-8 lead over Sandy Creek out by Fairfield. And uh, Sutton having no problem with uh, Gibbon in uh, in that's some major eleven uh, man action in Class A of course Elkhorn South across town here has a lead over Carney High twenty one to seven and uh, Norfolk it being thumped on by Grand Island the Islanders with a thirty five to ten lead that game is now in the uh, fourth quarter and so but again you, you take a look at Class C one right now around this area the guys with the gold helmets are yeah. definitely the best looking team.
2: Yes, they are Randy and, and and like I said they're just playing exceptionally good football right now. It's uh... It's exciting every week to see what they can do. <laughs>
1: and let, let's, let's take a look at that defense. Uh, that's the, the zero part of the 46-0 right? uh, 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 game here. Jackson Heinrichs was 6 out of 9 throwing the football for 30 yards in the game. Jaden Jansen had three catches for 21 of those uh, 30 yards. Uh, running the ball, Heinrichs carried the ball 12 times for 25 yards. Jaden Jansen carried it seven times also for 25 yards. Mason Marquette had four carries for five yards. Hayden Holt, late in the game, finished with uh, four carries for 22 yards. So they had 27 rushes for 77 yards, and then they had 30 yards passing. So a total of 107 yards of total offense in the game.
2: Yeah, yep. And that's exactly, you know, there's there's times we just mentioned, man, they would just uh, get stuffed right at the line of scrimmage, trying to go out to the outside. Carney Catholic could run them down. It was it was a you know well well effort from offensive and defensively. and, and that's captain.
1: from a quarterback. I really felt like had a good right. game and, yeah. and showed his athleticism and he did. still and yep. still a total of 107 100 yards, yards. Yep. 107 yards of offense. Brett Mahoney also a fairly good athlete. Uh, he was 13 of 19 throwing the football for 190 yards. Had a couple of touchdowns, no interceptions. Mason Mandrinak with a 38-yard pass completion as well. So the uh, uh, add that on to 190 yards, he had 228 yards. Uh, passing. Garrett Schmatterer caught three balls for 39 yards. Gabe Pearson, one catch for six. Mandernack not only threw one for 38, but he caught one for 14. Carson Murphy had a 17-yard touchdown reception. 31 yards in receptions on three uh, receptions by uh, Aaron O'Brien. Jaden Sire had a catch for 11 yards. Riley Greaser caught that 38-yard pass from uh, uh, Max McBride caught a 37-yarder. Brant Krishner had a 17-yard reception. And running the football, oh, my goodness, Riley Greaser carried the ball 17 times for 205 yards, five touchdowns. Brett Mahoney had three carries for 23 yards. Carson Murphy uh, had a two-yard loss as a run. Max McBride, one carry for five yards Tyson Renniger, one carry for no yards. So Carney Catholic, twenty-three carries for two hundred and thirty-one yards. That's ten yards a crack, crack. Yep. in the game.
19: Yep,
2: and then that, yeah, like I said, Randy, that line opens up some holes for him to to run in. Uh, it's uh, it's nice to see, and it's it's fun to watch. Uh, you know, like he's like Coach Harvey said that those zone reads. Uh, are those the linemen are doing exactly what they need to do stepping in the right area to hold, you know make sure that they have a lane to run in.
1: and uh, by, and by doing that i mean they're just able to kind of really uh move forward and right. just just it's just really been kind of impressive.
2: It has. It has really been impressive to to see what they can do on the offensive line.
1: So, again, Carney Catholic, they'll be uh, back in action next week, of course. They'll be taking on uh, uh, Cozad, up in Cozad. And, again, uh, any way you want to slice it, that's going to be a big game here because it's always a big game when those two teams get together.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, and it's always at the end of the year. Um, no matter what, uh, it seems like it's one of those games that uh, – you know, it comes down to the last, uh, you know, possession or two and stuff. And uh, um, you know, Kozad, you know, has shown some uh, real bright spots at times. And then at times they've gotten you know, they've gotten a little banged up and stuff. And uh, yeah, their you know, quarterback, if yeah. he's
1: healthy, is really right. really special. Yep. And- and next week, the uh, Dusters, they'll wrap up things at home against Gothenburg. Gothenburg at 2 and 5 coming into action tonight. So, again, the Dusters with a chance of maybe sticking the landing here a little bit right. in the season. And Carney Catholic, of course, will have the opportunity to go for an undefeated season. And we'll have that game for you next week, uh, I believe, here on Power 99. Certainly, we'll have it somewhere on Platte River Radio, either at KXPN or here on Power 99. And again, Carney Catholic. As dominant as the final score sounds, they win it here against the Holdridge Dusters by a final of 46 to nothing. Don, appreciate hey, it. Thank you, Randy. Hey, yep. Always good to see you. Good to see you. And, again, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Good night, everybody.
7: The preceding has been a Platte River Radio Classic. It's Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.